This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. Have you guys heard about the, like the, I, I, I need to know if this is a thing. I read a story over the weekend, and this apparently is the hottest office water bottle that you cannot get your hands on because it's sold out everywhere. It's not the big gallon size one, is it? Have you heard of the Stanley Quencher? There's, yes. There's something called the How Stan- big is it? Hold on. It, it is the size of a Rubbermaid trash b- uh, basket. Wow, no, I'm no. thirsty. I have. Hey, Froggy, you just lifted it. Why are your pits all stained? What is going on? You're what like, are you looking at my pits for? Because you just raised your arm. It's when hot in here. I was looking at you, and you're all sweating over here. It's oh. hot. Froggy uh, is an arm is a wet armpit. I'm a pit guy. guy. Uh, here's the deal. You need to get yourself a Stanley Quencher. My wife mm. has four of these. Are you serious? Yes, she loves them. Allison has the Stanley Quencher. Call her. These are fifty bucks a piece. Yeah, I know. What's so special about? I them? don't know. They're enormous, but apparently they hold forty something ounces, and. They're like unavailable. There's a waiting list. If you want, the, and they're calling this the new office status symbol. You know what? Let's go to phones on this. I, I, the phones are the phones are actually ringing here. All right, folks, is this really a deal? The fifty dollar Stanley Quencher office cup, or I guess it's any kind of cup. And the story is is that it's like the new designer status symbol. A symbol, it's the tumbler uh, that's only a little smaller than the Stanley Cup, they say. (laughs) And it goes for, uh, on the secondary market, there's like a black market for these things. Because you can't find them. They're they're 50 bucks normally, but they're being sold for two to three times the amount on the black market. You know, if you want one of these and you, you want it because it has 40 ounces or it holds 40 ounces, I have a suggestion. Just go get a smaller bottle and keep going to the going to the water cooler and filling it up. It's like good exercise. Like Is, is the lure because it holds so much? Is that why it's so great? Well, it also has a, a solid handle and it has a different fitting lid. All right. I want to go to phones on this. 800-990-1047. 800-990-1047. Do you use the Stanley Quencher cup? It's the most ridiculous looking right. cup. Do you use the Stanley Quencher or are you on a mission and you can't find the Stanley Quencher? Do you have somebody in your office that uses the Stanley Quencher and they think they're ooh better than everybody else because they've got a Stanley Quencher and you can't get one right now because they're all back ordered and there's a waiting list. I, I got to hear Stanley. I didn't know about this damn thing until I saw a story over the weekend on the Stanley Quencher $50 cup. And it's like, you know, it's a sealed, it's you know, like it's like a, a, one of those tumbler things. It's got a top. It's got like a straw hole. And, it's a tumbler. But it's got the hard handle on it. Yeah. And, it makes, and it's tapered to fit in car cup holders. So it'll do that. The bottom's yeah. tapered. Yeah. All right. 
800-990-1047. Let me know what's going on here. And if you've been trying to find one and you can't get one, it's sold out at 800-990-1047. Or if you know somebody in the office that thinks they're just elite because they've got the Stanley Tumbler here, the Stanley Quencher. All right, Fester's wife is on the hotline. Uh, Allison, good morning. Good morning. All right, so folks, this is Fester's wife, Allison, and I'm talking about this thing, and suddenly Fester says, Allison has a bunch of these. So you're like inside this uh, this Stanley Quencher cult? I love it. I'm a part of the cult, and I have three. She has three of these ridiculous cups. Well, there. Uh, Apparently, you can sell it on the second-hand market for two to three times what you paid for them because people can't get them right now. Well, my first one, I, I hadn't had any of these cups, and then I wanted one real bad, and they were all sold out in the color that I wanted. So the first one I got, um, I bought it on the Facebook Marketplace, and I actually bought it for $75. Oh, my God. So you paid like $25 on top of what, uh, even more on top of the MSRP. What? I did, I did, and it was worth it. I are, love are, them. Are we that rich? What? Hold on, Fester, are you finding out? What? Are you finding out now that your wife is paying $75 for water cups? I had no idea. I had no idea you spent $75 on that crap cup. Ooh, the secrets that you keep. Oh Surprise! What? Stanley freaking quencher. I didn't hear about this thing until 24 hours ago. But then she found them online in her color, right? How many? What colors do you have, Allison? I have a yellow one. I have a sage green one, and I have a pink one. How about baby diaper brown? Do you have that one? No, but it, it'll be on my list next time they go around. Uh, Fester, you ought to just collect these in the house and just sell them. No kidding. For two times the price. Oh, my what God. What do you want to do? I have to sell them for double the price just to recoup my investment already in that All one right. cup. Thanks, Allison. Bye. All right. Before I move on to something else, the Stanley Quencher lines have jammed up here. Now, Fester, you're on Google, and I'm seeing... All these, like, here's uh, REI, and we've got a new REI so, at, at Midtown, and it says uh, you can pick it up today. Yeah. Uh, so they make different sizes. All right. The Stanley Adventure, it's a couple ounces smaller. Oh, that's a smaller yeah, one. I mean, they, they make, oh, that's the 30-ounce tumble. I guess it's the 40-ounce is the one that people want, right. right? That's the one I need to get my hands uh, on and, and mark up. Let me go to phones here. Mm-hmm. Let me grab uh, line six. Hey, Nina is in Tampa. Hey, Nina, welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Hi, good morning. All right, Nina, are you into the whole Stanley Quencher deal here? Okay, I was not because in this mom's, random mom's group I'm in on Facebook, they were, moms were finding them and then buying them in bulk and then selling them for like $100. Oh, my God. <laughs> my, my wife was a customer. It's a big old, it's a racket. What? Plus shipping. So I was like, I'm not paying $100 for a cup. Then I actually got served an ad on, like, Instagram for the Stanley Cup website that they were in stock. So then I bought one. Now, did you did you buy, like, a $30, $40, or $50? Which, which one did you buy? How much was yours? $50. Right. And then I bought my employees all one for Christmas. <laughs> So we're all ha- now have Stanley Cups. So you went from I don't want any part of this to now you're like uh, ordering a dozen of these things. Correct, <laughs> I did. Uh, is it that good? 
it, it, you know, I just think it's like a good, I hate drinking water, so it kind of forces me to drink water, but then it stays cold. It can fit in your cup holder, and I love the colors, so it it's, was sold. They're saying it's the new office status symbol, the Stanley Quencher Cup. Correct. All right. Hey, Nina, thanks for sharing, Nina. I appreciate it. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Award-winning movies often have incredible soundtracks, and many of those have gone on to become country gold. We've picked our top five country songs that have been nominated for an Oscar. Text OSCAR to 45911 to see if your favorite made the list on BackstageCountry.com. Text OSCAR to 45911, and we'll send the link straight to your phone. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. And Roxanne, I've got a very serious question for you. And this is something actually that you sent to me. So what what uh, what do you guys, uh, you're having your own little conversation over here. I You want to explain? I accidentally gave Roxanne a, a glass. I checked her out up and down. Is that what it's called? Oh, I, I guess. What? Bester. I haven't. <laughs> What? I haven't spoken to Roxanne yet today off the air. During the commercial break, she stepped Uh, out. We really didn't get a chance to talk. And usually we talk early in the morning. And Roxanne's wearing a very original outfit for a morning show. uh, Have you looked up and down the hallways of this building? Hold on. Hold on. For our morning show. Roxanne is wearing... That makes no sense to me. Roxanne is wearing a very original outfit for a morning show. What the hell does that mean? I don't think of us as as a, a job that necessarily is very fashion forward. We're not. We're a radio show. I'm wearing the exact same shirt that a mechanic would wear right now. Froggy's wearing wrinkled surfer clothes. Right. And you're wearing one of four outfits you have. That's about it. (laughs) And Roxanne, who makes it very clear that she takes a lot of time into her, puts a lot of time and effort into her presentation. She has seasonal wardrobes. She advised me that after Memorial Day, she will now be returning to her (laughs) summer wardrobe. And anything I saw in the spring... I will not see again you for will not another see it again. for another year. But you guys had this conversation. Yeah. And today, when the hell did you have this conversation? Today she's wearing a very exciting, <laughs> summery, what? party outfit. Can you stand up, please? But you're showing some midriff. It looks beautiful. What, what but, is that? It's like some it's kind a, of a. It's a pool it's, wrap. No, it just has it's, a cutout. It's, it's like a sriracha. It's fully attached. It's, it's pretty hot. It just has a cutout. I'm um, pretty hot. Fester. I wasn't expecting. Oh, you're, you're I, saying that Roxanne's outfit looks hot. It's an, attract, it's an attractive outfit. In my, you can't say that. When you, were just, you have an attractive outfit. Wait a minute. So, Fester, you looked. Ro- I was attractive. But no. Roxanne, no. You, no. he looked you up and down? Well, yep. I wasn't expecting to look over at my partner on the morning show and to see her gut hanging out. <laughs> is that what's happening right now? No, is my I, gut hanging well, out? Yeah, no, I mean, it's not, but it's, be, it's, because it's okay. What, try, to, try to punch my gut. Is that a one piece? Hanging. Is that a one piece? Yes, it's a one piece. <laughs> All right. So you've got a part that goes around your neck, then around your chest. Yeah, it's a, but it's then a, it's, it's like a, a, cover, a but then there's like a, if then there's like a whole reverse V-neck 
from the bottom of your boob area, your sternum, to like your belly button. This is fa- what's in style right what now. The, like, what is it out. called? What is that thing called, fashion wise? It's just a dress with a with the middle cut out of I it. I think it's a sriracha. Do they make <laughs> it's a sriracha? Do they have that dress in like five XL? It's spicy. <laughs> And I have my bathing suit on already. Because okay. remember, this is my beach outfit. Today's oh. my beach day. Oh, so it is a beach. Okay. What do you call that? A sarong? A sarong? A sarong just a sor- wraps around you okay. and ties. I wasn't right. expecting to have Roxanne's belly button yeah. wink at me. Well, I guess morning. what? I guess she wasn't expecting you to like stare her up and down. Like, Fester and I have a relationship. I know what he means by all that. It's like... Kind of not mean. Fester made you cry on Friday. She made what? herself cry. By the <laughs> with way. your relationship. <laughs> I mean, Fe- it's hate, hate. Fester, with no filter whatsoever, said something to Roxanne on Friday, and Roxanne was upset. That's not so- why I was crying. I was just crying overall because. Uh, we're not going to get into what, what, so, how, oh, What's your question I, for me? Oh, I I thought maybe you were going to say you were crying because you were cutting onions over there. <laughs> yes. You were you were preparing for some kind of a a lunch dish that oh, you were making. It feels good to cry. Sometimes. Yeah. The only thing I cut in this corner is the cheese. I tell you. Oh my oh, god! All god. right. So Roxanne, my question for you, and you sent me this. Okay. Did you get your beauty sleep last night? No, uh, last November no. the 17th. No, no, I mean, like, in general, <laughs> over the weekend. Um, so yesterday, I did take a nice long nap. You sent so, me an idea. Do you know yes. what did you send me? You sa- I sent you an article about how people perceive others when they don't get their beauty sleep. Right. So did I get it last night? When you add my nap plus my sleep last night, yes, I did. Got eight hours. Whoa. All right. Well, here's the deal. Roxanne sent me an item that she found that beauty sleep is real. This is mm-hmm. science. Swedish researchers. Science. <laughs> yeah. Participants of a Swedish study found that people are far less attractive, apparently, <laughs> if they don't get their beauty sleep the night before. So people are perceived uh, let me let me put this into understandable terms, please. Roxanne, if you did not get an appropriate amount of rest or sleep, and if you didn't get your so-called beauty sleep, that other people might find you less attractive if you did not sleep the night before. That's true. That's true. I I feel like if you just feel rested, you're not you feel better, and so you have a better attitude as well. And then people find you more attractive. It's something about when you sleep, I guess something with your face that you might look more attractive. But also, if you did not get your beauty sleep or a commensurate amount of sleep, that people found you also to be less trustworthy. So what is it about your face (laughs) if you're not... Well rested, that makes you like a, a shyster or something. <laughs> this guy didn't get big, good sleep. Let's big not old, trust him. big old wambuki scamster <laughs> over here. My pocket. Yeah, mm. and and also less trustworthy, and also believed they were less healthy. And the researchers found that using this eye contact tracking software, that people were not when people were not sleeping. They spent less time also looking at specific face features. Interesting. And this is a a little Daily Mail thing that you sent me. So there is science behind this. But I think the the most important headline is, if you don't get enough rest, 
people look at your face and they don't find you as attractive as if you did get enough rest. And I just find it interesting if this is true that people just looking at you can differentiate that you are less attractive or more attractive if you have a little more rest. I found that interesting. Okay, well, they didn't elaborate on it, but I would I would guess that the two pieces of things that make that true is because when you sleep, you more moisture goes into your skin, you're more hydrated. More radiant. Yes, and then you also don't make weird faces because you're tired or pouty faces because you're mad because you're tired. I did not save this or print it out. Maybe I should now that we're having this conversation, but... I was plowing through my typical repertoire of, of prep and sites last night, and I saw something. I think it was a male actor. Uh, maybe I can find it, or maybe Fester, I can give you enough uh, okay. detail here that you can do a quick Google search. But it was something to the effect that this uh, actor, I'm trying to remember if it's somebody that is like uh, well-known, a household name, that his secret to staying in great shape was drinking tons of water. It's funny you say that. I was just going to bring that up. The other way to just naturally look good, but people can't really put their finger on it, is if you hydrate. Like, drink a gallon of water. Yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, oh, my gosh, you, know you look amazing I, today. I, yeah, I, I drank a gallon of water. I, I looked it over. I'm like, yeah, I don't need that. But now that we're talking about it, I'm like, now it's going to drive me nuts if I can't find the story. Yeah. Could it be the most famous person in the world right now? The fitness habits of Tom Cruise? No, that wasn't okay. it. It's going to drive me nuts if I can't find Scott it. Speedman? <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, that's it. Who? Yeah, who is you know what? I, yeah, that is. That I is. have no idea who I, Scott I, Speedman I, I, is. That's why, that's why I didn't print it out because I had no idea who the hell he was. All right, hold on. But he says <laughs> that drinking water is the key to his youthful looks. I and hope, not being a popular actor. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in the bathroom all the time, so I can never make my uh, casting calls. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. I've had many people ask me about this. In the last month, I've had some friends, neighbors. I don't hear it. Have you guys heard about this purported South Tampa bassy noise that's happening? I've heard about this. I have not heard the noise. But there's the rumor circulating. In South Tampa, people are hearing it allegedly. This it's a a vibrating bassy sound. I love it up in Lutz, man. You guys, you have all the bass you want down there. I I don't want to say on air what I think it is, but I'm going to write it down and tell you. Say it on air. Hold on. Why why won't you? As soon as you write it down, I'm going to say it. Security purposes. Uh, The phone. You just heard Andrew had his microphone on in the uh, producer booth, so uh, phones are ringing. Um, yeah, yes, Andrew. I did hear something. I don't live anywhere near South Tampa, but I you heard, live in Carrollwood, right? Yes, I heard what sounded like a deep drone sound when I walked out of my house this morning. Uh, can you what? make the sound with your mouth? Let me hear it. I I can't. 
I can't recreate Dude, it. It's it like, just a very uh, deep sound. How about like this? Uh, and I'd never heard it before. Uh, how about like this? All right, so Roxanne just wrote down her top secret guess. Why wouldn't you say that on the air? MJ, would you care to guess what words she wrote down that she thinks is so secret that she can't associate herself with saying it because of security? Right, hold on to that thought. Oh, just my God. Ha- I could only guess. It's ridiculous. I, hang on to that thought. You, first of all, Roxanne, you have some of the weirdest hangups and some hey, of the things. No, or or, or I mean, am I a good secret keeper? How about that? Do I have weird hangups or am I someone who can be trusted? I got to say it. She she wrote down McDill. <laughs> she wrote down the large Air Force Base installation that encompasses. On the South, on the South Tampa Peninsula. <laughs> the entire southern part of on the peninsula. The, the tip. That CENTCOM is located this isn't a secret, Roxanne. Everybody knows there's an Air Force base right. in Tampa. All right, here's the deal. Everybody knows. And, folks, if you've experienced, let's go to phones on this. Everybody. Now they're coming right. after you for letting the secret out. All right, All right. Roxanne. Yeah, Fester's going to be kidnapped by, like, government guys in, in old Ford LTDs and sunglasses. All right, hold on. Let's go to phones on this. Has anyone listening, have you experienced this South Tampa Basie noise uh, in the last couple of months. 800-990-1047. Have you heard this? 800-990-1047. 800-990-1047. Have you heard this so-called Basie vibrating hum noise in South Tampa? 800-990-1047. So the story is social media is ridiculously active and people are saying that there is a a deep, bassy noise that can be even felt, like in your core. So felt, people are hearing this, and apparently it happens on Saturday nights in the early hours of Saturday night. Well, I would just say that would be people coming home from like Ebor with the with their base on their car. So, so, you know? so it's Saturday nights, and then it carries. So Saturday night, what ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, midnight into Sunday morning. So apparently, it's Saturday night, late Saturday night into the early morning hours of Sunday. This bassy noise. If you have heard it, or if you have any thoughts, any comment on this mystery noise. That's how you get it. We'll grab some calls here. 800-990-1047. Fox 13 did a story. Uh, Abby Reynolds, a resident, says a deep vibrating bass sound. You can feel it when your head's down on the pillow. People are reporting the low vibration from the top of the peninsula to the bottom and clear to Davis Island. So far, No one knows the source, not even police. It seems like everyone has kind of the same experience where it's this eerie, am I really hearing that? It's weird, said Zach Reynolds, a Tampa resident as well. I guess uh, Zach Reynolds must be all hooked up with uh, Abby Reynolds uh, on, maybe they're just having fun in the bedroom that night. Uh, On several Saturday nights for months, neighbors have raised complaints about the baffling, unidentifiable sound that goes on for hours. There is no real rhythmic music sound. There has never been vocals. 
Uh, people posted on social media saying my windows are literally rattling and it reverberates from neighboring tall houses like an echo chamber. We have complaints over in Davis Islands, Harbor Island, Bayside, Bayshore, South Agandy, Virginia Park. Uh, uh, the Tampa police took several noise complaints last weekend, but despite their best efforts, they've yet to locate the source. MacDill Air Force Base confirmed that there are no current exercises happening, and even when they do, they usually take place on weekdays during duty hours. Hmm. All right, so Roxanne, why wouldn't you... Oh, look at the phones on this. Well, let me tell you... This is a mystery sound. (laughs) This is a mystery sound, Fester. This is what... (laughs) Well, okay, so but let me tell why, you. Why wouldn't you say MacDill on the air? Why would you? Oh, I gotta write this down. Yeah, I can't say what, what's, what, what's the matter? Very, she's very protective of our I'm national pre- secrets. Yes. Yes. There are certain people I protect. Yeah, and President Biden apparently is one of them. <laughs> all right, let's let's go to phones. Phones are all jammed up here. Let and me tell you, the texters agree with my McDill theory, by the way, even though McDill's denied it. The F-22 Raptor has a very deep throttle no- note to it, noise to it. May, uh, possibly there's one I mean, there. Maybe they're launching a plane or maybe they're doing an experiment on the base. Big deal. That's what you get living near a base. All right, let's go to phones on this. And uh, folks are calling in in droves. Uh, Bobby's in Sarasota. Oh, wait a minute. He says that he heard it. Hold on. Bobby in Sarasota. Bobby, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Yeah, I'm driving a truck in Sarasota, heavy equipment, but we live in Bartstow in Sunday. Hold on. You you hold on. You you live in you're in Sarasota now, but you live in Bartow and you heard this in Bar, in Bartow on Sunday? Yeah, I had to convince the, I mean the whole family to step outside to hear the same thing and then finally so what I'm describing, you heard in Bartow. And when, when was this? Saturday night, Sunday morning? Sunday, Sunday, like before the Bucks game or whatever. Well, oh, in the daytime. Wow. Weird. Well, the the Bucks, Bucks played, what time? 425 was kickoff on Sunday. Yeah, out in California. All right, yeah. Hey, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate it. All right, Don's in Tampa. Hey, Don, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Yeah, I live uh, I live south of uh, Gandy Boulevard. I've been hearing that that sound. It's like that boom boom music they play in and they're in their cars sometimes all around. But it's not cars moving around. It's coming from some fixed area. It's I'm not too far from Ballast Point Park, and it seems to be originating from that direction. Now, you said boom, boom, boom. Is it like boom, boom, boom? Let me hear you say way. That that kind no of boom? Words, no words. No words. <laughs> I think she just wanted to censor. Right, but wait a minute. But Don, hold on a minute. Don, uh, are you hearing it again? It's late Saturday night into Sunday morning, early hours? Late Saturday night. usually starts around, oh, around 9 o'clock at night and all the way till about 2, 3 o'clock Sunday morning. And can, with your mouth, can you try to simulate or imitate into your phone? Try to do the best you can to imitate the noise. Uh, just sort of like boom, boom, oh, boom, 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 boom. Just like that, like that bass music. How long has it been going on, Don? Oh, I've been hearing it now for more than a month. Well, so that's that's the deal. It's the last couple of months. Yeah. You're, so you're describing the time frame. You're in South Tampa. You're south of Gandhi, so you're a SOG. That's south of Gandhi. And, and again, it fits that time frame of, you say, about a month. And does it is it continuous, or does it, like, come and go? It is continuous. Maybe the 69 boys are rehearsing. 
the, the sounds like the volume goes down just a little bit, and then it picks up more boom, boom, and a little bit louder. Wow. All right. Hey, Don, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. My friend Bill has the most likely answer. He said it's all about that bass, no treble. It's probably Megan Trainer. It's all about the mm-hmm. bass, no treble. You remember all in, uh, about the bass. War of the Worlds where the aliens were underground and they were making noises because they were preparing to take over the world? Oh, yeah. That's my guess. Tom Cruise is like, what's going on? And then he got. Was that the one where they the spaceships were buried under the ground for like yeah, centuries, yeah. right? <laughs> what, what, that was War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. A classic. Wow. wow. All right. Uh, look at the phones here. Uh, Jeff is in Lutz. Hold on a minute. Uh, you know, let me go to Eric first. Eric is in Spring Hill. Hey, Eric, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hey, how's it going, MJ? What's up, guys? Hi. What's up? Hey, yeah, I, I live down here in Spring Hill, man, and I've been hearing that noise way longer than uh, just a couple months. And it's weird because not everybody can hear it, but it's a very low. You almost made the sound just a little while ago, like a really, really low, and you could feel it. Like like you say, you can almost feel it in your core. I th- always thought it was like the Wi-Fi or the 5G stuff, but wow. I don't know. Um, Who knows? Who I, knows what it is? Maybe they're drilling. Maybe Elon Musk's on his way. You know? <laughs> Elon Musk is tuddling. Eric, if you hear it in Spring Hill, it's a sinkhole, man. Yeah, get the hell out of the house. Are you still- Eric, thanks. Uh, Jeff is in Lutz. Hello, Jeff. You're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, hey. Yeah, I heard it uh, Saturday night, late Saturday night. We came back from shopping. It was around maybe 11, 30, 12. And we were making a joke because we were complaining about uh, just life and things like that. And I said, well, geez, now we're going to deal with aliens because it sounded like the sound was coming in the air and it sounded like movement. All right, now, you do the noise. Tell me what it sounded like to you. Yeah, it was it was a hum. Uh and then it, it sounded like it faded, and then it came back. Yeah, but do the noise. With your mouth, do the noise into the phone. All right, it was like, uh, <laughs> and then, then it was gone. Have you thought wow. about it's coming from the air, not the ground, Bill? Wow, thank you. Maybe starting right. the bridge construction overnight or Sir, something. Sir, I need you to call the police and submit that to evidence. Yeah, that I, was very good. It was. Yes. All right, last call on this. Jen and Trinity. Hi, Jen. MJ Morning Show. You're up. Hi. Um, yeah, I live in Trinity, Odessa area. And um, Saturday late, like around midnight, 1 o'clock in, in the morning, um, I heard it and I felt it. I felt like a humming. It was like a humming noise coming from outside. I thought somebody was flying like their drone or something late night. You know how kids are, teenagers. Um, and it or a plane. And I got up. The dogs were barking. And I heard like it was like a humming noise. And it went high and low, high and low. Wow. It sounded like it was moving. And um, it kind of scared me because you could feel the vibration. It's so weird. <laughs> well, listen, we're, thank you, Jen. Appreciate the call. Man, we're getting a ton of calls on this thing, and phones are still ringing. And but, text, geez. yeah. And uh, but listen, this this weird noise, primarily South Tampa, Saturday night into Sunday morning. All right, we'll monitor the situation. This is the MJ Morning Show podcast. BackstageCountry.com, your online home for all things country music. 
Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Lainey to 45911 to see which four Lainey Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Lainey to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Hey, I saw it again this morning, Fester. Did you? Yep. I, it's, I would say it's three to four times a week that I see it. I saw it this morning as well, and I, I saw it with a uh, one of the construction rock haulers. So he must have missed his off. What? I don't know. And uh, I see cars. I don't see trucks. I'm telling you, that's why I'm I, telling I don't, you. I don't see trucks typically do it. Me neither. That's why I'm bringing it up. It was so unique. No, unless, no, you know what? No, For me to no, bring it up. No, that wasn't unique. The fact was they were probably heading from Hillsborough, and then they need to drop off their load because, you see, they're doing all kinds of stuff northbound. That guy's probably bringing a load of whatever construction material to northbound because they're building the new bridge on the uh, right side or the north side of the southbound Howard Franklin. But the northbound, they just expanded that whole area where it looks like they're going to expand lanes to then maybe funnel back into the normal traffic. But that bridge, or you know what? Maybe they're building that to handle the the the, the current uh, southbound is going to become the northbound. So, the folks, if you don't understand what's going on with all the construction, the, the current northbound Howard Franklin Bridge, 275 North, Howard Franklin Bridge, so from St. Pete over to Tampa, that's getting demolished. They are ripping that out. The current southbound will become the northbound, and the new bridge will become the southbound. So I'm I'm thinking that rock hauler. Now that wasn't part of what I'm talking it was, about. Well, it was yeah. unique to me because I've never seen one of those big trucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not, I'm talking about regular passenger cars. It happens all the time. All right, do you know what I'm talking about, Roxanne? Do you have any no, idea? I, I have no clue. This is way over my, my pay grade. Now I saw it on Fourth Street when Fourth Street was still open. I saw it all the time. And now that we take MLK and you're forced to take MLK, Almerton MLK. You go ahead and you obviously fork off to the left to MLK. What I'm talking about, Frog, do you have any idea what we're no, talking about? I have no clue. You're you're really losing and, me on this. And, and you know, and you know who's going to do it because they're driving Get ridiculously slow. So the thing that I'm talking about, what I see three to four days a week, are the schlubs that accidentally get on the Howard Franklin Bridge southbound. <laughs> And they're waiting for the first exit to turn around and go back north over to the Tampa site. I see those cars making that U-turn at the first available spot, either 4th Street when that was open, and now it's MLK. I see it all the time. It's, How do you know that they got off on the wrong? How do you know that? Because the turnaround is pretty close. The only reason you'd be getting and making a U-turn right away is to get back on oh, 275 northbound okay. to go back over to the Tampa side. I never see that. And then, Festa, you think that it's when you're leaving the airport or coming off of the veterans or yes. that that's where people get all twisted up and turned around and all screwed up and then suddenly they're committed to the bridge? With all this airport re construction over the last couple of years it is a very tricky exit of the airport which lane takes you exactly which place who takes you to clearwater who takes you to the veterans who takes you to the howard franklin and once you get on the saint pete uh, exit there's no getting off 
So at the airport, you commit, and you're stuck on a bridge for uh, 10 miles. Unless you know about the secret Howard Franklin Bridge turnaround. Hmm. Fester, don't tell me. You don't know about the secret Howard Franklin Bridge turnaround? Sounds shady. The br- oh, my God. I mean, it's, it's got to still be there. I, I haven't done it in years. I was told. The bridges about- are over water. You know this, right? Yes, I know the bridge is over water, but there is a secret Howard Frank. If you're headed southbound and you're getting onto the bridge, there is a secret turnaround that somebody told me about back in the late 1990s, maybe 97, 98, and I've done it. I've done it twice. First to just test it out. You're talking about the pull-off. What? You're talking about the pull-off? What are you, I'm talking about if you're headed southbound on the Howard Franklin Bridge, there is a spot where you can turn around and head back northbound. You don't know about this. Dude, you don't know about this. Does that, it involve driving off and going under the bridge? Yes. But you're still on land, right? Technically, you're still, it's right before you get to the water. People don't know about it. It's not publicized, but there is a secret. I don't know what the status of it is now with the construction, but I, I got to imagine that it's still good, and I, I imagine maybe the construction crews use it. But there was a way, and you drove underneath the Howard Franklin Bridge to make a U-turn to go back and then end up on the shoulder on the northbound side. So it was the secret southbound U-turn turnaround. You don't know about this? You've never done it? I've never done it. I don't know whether it was legal or not. All right, hold on. Hold on to that thought. I'll tell you what. We'll go to phones next on the secret Howard Franklin Bridge, southbound to northbound U-turn turnaround, and see how many people know about this. Technically, it's an official vehicles-only deal. So you're not supposed to. It's not for the general public to use but somebody told me about it years ago, and I, I had to do it. And then Michelle texted me. Michelle's listening. And I had never done the northbound one. I'd only tried the southbound Howard Franklin secret bridge turnaround. And then Michelle just texted me and said that she once took the northbound secret turnaround. Yeah, Michelle texted me. Uh, there's one going each way. It's for authorized vehicles only. So yeah. official authorized vehicles only. Folks, I'm just telling you about this. I'm not encouraging you to try it because you could end up getting, you know, a ticket because it's authorized vehicles only. But if, uh, yeah, and I don't know how the construction has messed it up because you get like the Bob's barricades and the road little barricades set, but you can still get over to this thing. But again, it's for official vehicles only. If anyone, if anyone has done the secret turnaround, uh, if you want to phone us up, you know what? This is going to launch my official book, The Secrets of Tampa Bay. Ooh, that yes. sounds all, awesome. all of the secrets of the Tampa Bay area that people don't know about. You have a book of Tampa Bay area secrets? No. I, Aside from the, the bridge. The, the, the book is not out yet. But so far, I, it's a pamphlet. I, I've got one item. Okay, I'm about right, to say. But, okay, but, okay, you could make it bigger. You could encompass Tampa Bay secrets and mysteries.
No, I just want to do secrets. Well, it doesn't sound like you have enough meat to it no, yet. No, listen, trust me, I can come up with enough meat to write a book about the secrets of Tampa Bay, stuff that people just don't know about. There's a guy who texted, or or girl, uh, works at Sunstar Paramedics as an EMT, and they told them about the turnaround when they first started, and right. they were committed to the bridge in a wreck. That was something they could but use to turn. I don't around. know if the because fire engines are the, are the fire engines too big to go okay, under the turnaround. Let me help you with that. Yeah, yeah. They were instructed to stay closest to the water, or else the cab of the ambulance would hit the bottom of the bridge. Oh, geez, that's not uh, good. Uh-huh. Uh, because here's the deal: is that if it's an accident that's on the Hillsborough side, then they have to go southbound and do the turnaround and come back to respond to right, it, right. or vice versa. If yep. it's an accident that's on the St. Pete side, yep. then they have to do the other way around. Hi, uh, Michelle. Why are you awake? Why are you texting me? I don't know. I uh, can't sleep. All right. All right. Would you like an insomnia cookie? I need something. All right, talk to you in a bit. Okay, bye. So the phones are loaded up here. Uh, And and for all you to critique us taking phone calls on the secret Howard Franklin Bridge turnaround. And folks. It wasn't a critique. I meant to send that to my wife. Oh. Because I said. uh, (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. So now you're talking behind my back. I go, uh, man, MJ's really annoying me today. He's looking over my shoulder as I'm checking work email. Because we're a minute into. And she's like, what are you guys talking about? We're a minute into the show and Froggy's doing his, his work email for his other job. And then she goes, what are you talking about? And I go, we're talking about traffic. We're taking calls on traffic. All right. That's so, it. folks, do not do the turnaround at our uh, suggestion. It is authorized vehicles only, and you could end up getting a ticket, and I'm sure that would be points on your license. So, do not. I'm just I'm just talking about the secrets of Tampa Bay. Uh, who am I taking here? I'm taking uh, Doug in Lakeland. Hey, Doug, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi there. Good morning. Yes, Doug, go ahead. I used to go over there and fish quite a bit, and uh, Michelle was right. It is for uh, ambulances. I've I've been there fishing and seen a couple go by there at different times. But uh, there used to be a sign down there, and people would always tear it down so they could go down there and continue to fish. I've been doing that for quite a while now. So you'd go into the turnaround and park and fish? Correct, correct. We would go down under there and park over to the side. And we'd fish over there, and, and like she said, we'd go back back and forth to the Gandy that way. All right? Did you ever get in trouble for parking there and fishing? No, no, no they, they gave us some bad looks a couple times. Like we seen a paramedic and the neighbor. You mean like what? Like troopers or ambulances? Right, right, correct. There gotcha. was like a, an ambulance from Hillsborough County, and one time there was like a little paramedic rescue truck. Yep, got you loud and clear. I, actually, I thought they were going to run over into the water because they did have to get so far over there. Uh, you know, down near the water from the bank. Right. So going underneath the bridge with the secret turnaround, they got to go all the way to the right, or else uh, apparently they right. scrape the top Man, of their ambulance. Is that a good snook yeah. spot, sir? Uh, Froggy wants to know if it's a good snook spot. There used to be a sign that said uh, for official use only, but okay, never they mind. Turned it down because they go down there and fish. Oh, they I took. Know. Hold on, they took down the fisherman stole the official use only sign. Well, they just. Take the sound off the pole and throw it in the water. <laughs> oh, my God. Doug, yeah. thanks for the call. Oh, look at line two. Eric got caught. Hang on a minute. Eric, you're on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Hi, Eric. Good morning, MJ, everybody. How are y'all doing? We are well. What happened? So uh, this was a, a Friday, and I was headed down to St. Pete. I was going to go visit a buddy of mine because I was supposed to have a date. But the night before, she told me that she probably wouldn't be able to get off work. So I hit the bridge. As soon as I hit the bridge, she sends me a text message. I was able to swap shifts with somebody, come pick me up in an hour. So I was like, oh, 
dang it. So I hit the turnaround, and as I'm making that sharp curb underneath the bridge, there was an FHP sitting there on his brake. Oh, man. And what? so he pulled you over for using the secret yeah. turnaround? Yeah, he wrote me a ticket for illegal use of an official turnaround. My ticket was $500. Son of a bitch, really? I had to go to court. I had five hundred dollars. Hold on, hold on a minute. <laughs> I know Festa loves this too. All right, so hold on. So the ticket was five hundred dollars, and you it had to go to five hundred dollars. I had to go to court, and the judge slapped me with an additional $250 fine and put four points on my life. Oh, my God. So $750 fine and four points on your license for using the secret Howard Franklin Bridge U-turn turnaround. Plus the date. So that date cost me 1000 bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> when was this? How long ago was this, Doug or uh, Eric? Uh, what, uh, it was, uh, I think it was late 04, early 05. Oh my God. Wow. All right. There you go. Thank you, pal. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah. So folks don't, don't try it. it no, it's the turnaround there. and right. You'll get in trouble. And also size wise, the turnaround is about nine feet. And this guy went there, um, for a roll off company and was sent there to see if his truck would fit. And of course it didn't. It, did it get stuck underneath or something? Yeah. You have to back it out. Yeah. This is the MJ morning show podcast. Backstagecountry.com. Your online home for all things. Country music. Lainey Wilson is on a roll. She's delivering great music and teaming up with some of country's hottest acts. Text Laney to 45911 to see which four Laney Wilson collabs have us talking at BackstageCountry.com. Text Laney to 45911 to get a link to the list sent right to your phone from BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. All right, we've got a photo issue here, folks. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Could you send me that photo? Oh yeah, yeah, send it to me quick because oh, yeah, I don't want it to leave my yeah, phone. Yeah, send it to me. No, send it to Be me quickly. Careful. We need. I, we just need a backup file. We need it because this is a priceless photo. It just needs to live. All right, <laughs> it needs to live somewhere else. If that's the only copy in existence, yeah. all right, I'll and send it to you. Phone is the most secure place for this photo to live. Well, all right, so it's coming your way. No, no, e- email it to me because uh, not just text. Email okay. it to me. Well, it's on your text right now. If you uh, want to take it, right, email it to my my Gmail account. Will you do that, please? Right now, I'm email on. it right now to my Gmail. All right, Fester. Yeah, we have a photo controversy. Okay. Do you have any idea? Do you have <sighs> any idea whatsoever what we're talking about and who might be the subject of this photo controversy? Okay, I don't have an idea. But you're asking me about it, so I have a feeling I'm involved somehow. And it, Froggy's involved. It's a photo of you. All right, so so this weekend. I, I am I'm blowing the lid off this right now. <laughs> there is a photo of you. Did you send it to me? I gotta have this in my before I reveal this. Can you I, copy me too? Mm, that's tough. I did you email it to me? Yeah, it's coming right now. Hang on. What what is it? Schnitt? Don't give out my email. Don't give out my private email. Oh, this is your private. All right, there it goes. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Do you want? Well, he gives it all out, doesn't he? Okay. Do you want medium size, actual, or small? Semi actual. Okay. Semi-actual. This might. It's need on to, its way. This might need to be blown up on a billboard at some point. 
All right, you should have it in mere seconds. Right, here's what's about to happen, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, this is going to be a multi-segment event here on the MJ Morning Show. I know Froggy and I took some pictures at the beach. Well, because oh, we did, I, yeah. I, I visited you at the beach. This has nothing to do with a photo that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. So it's mm-hmm. not the one I put on Facebook where I said Labor Day is for lovers and I had a picture of me and Froggy in the water frolicking? Mm, nope, nope, nope. That, 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 that frolic story is, that's, that's not it. All right, here's the deal. Apparently, I didn't know this, but I found this out yesterday, uh, that you, Fester, and Froggy, your families hung out at the Froggy Clearwater Beach home. Yeah, so. Yeah, man, things and be- MJ and I thank you for the invite. Well, it was sort of a last second like, thing. I didn't even know Froggy was no. there. I just he was know- just going to park. <laughs> I was up in New York and New Jersey, so it's not like I was going to be able to go anywhere. Well, I had a headache, so I wouldn't have Listen, come either. The the, the the Big Phil <laughs> Empire, the Big Phil Empire has a, a very, very small piece of land very, very close to the beach. Yes. And I, if I go to the beach, I always try to call Froggy or Phil, hey, can I park <laughs> there right. instead Fester. of parking in some public lot? Uh, and they said, hey, I, we're at the beach. I, come down. I, so we did. I, I, don't, I don't need all those details. Well, he's got to set up. Well, we, we had a uh, special listen, day. All yeah. we need to know is that the Fester family and the Froggy family, yes. they got together at the Froggy family beach house at Clearwater Beach. Is it? It's Reddington Shores. Uh, whatever, it's Reddington Shores. Uh, whatever, yeah. Wherever the hell it is. All right. Clearwater anyway. Beach it's is for Pinellas County. Homes. All right. Yeah, this is this is a nice beach. Fester. Yeah. It's an OG beach. Fester. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Fester, I'm sorry. Fester. <laughs> Fester. What? Fester. What? Fester. What? Wait, wait, before you do it, check your email. Make sure you have it. I, uh, I got to make sure this thing lives in the cloud. Because my, phone I, I my got, phone. I got it. I got it. I got it. So. I got it. Okay. Well, we were there for long. We were only there for what, a couple hours. So you were, you came down for a couple hours. It was we like, swam. It we was played. in the evening. Yeah. yeah. Fester. Right. Froggy took a photo of you, unbeknownst to you. So there's a photo of you that you have no idea this photo was taken. Okay. I think the best thing to do right now is just to show Fester the photo, and. I mean, we've got to be able to do something with this. Well, we, let's show Roxanne first and right, see what Roxanne thinks. Walk it over oh, yeah. to Roxanne. Roxanne, no, stay, stay in front of your mic. Put your headphones on. We're on the air. We're need to... You're taking your headphones off. Are you ready? All right, mm-hmm. all right. I need a reaction the minute you see this photo of Fester. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it more. <laughs> Is that real? Is it real? Is it Photoshopped? <laughs> What? It's real. What? It, it kind of looks like Kermit the Frog from behind, from the lower half. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, uh, all right. Okay. You're right. All right. We got to take, right. take a break here because I don't want to get too late. Okay. Like right. There's an explanation. All right, folks. What, what are you guys putting right. Hold on. All right. You guys are putting part, me on. Part two is coming up in a minute. <laughs> don't right. tell them. All right. Should we show Fester first or show Fester after the break? Show him after the break. All right. Well, no, show, show me now. No, no. No, no. no. show me now. No, I'm going right. to run. All right. Hold on a minute. We're going to show Fester this photo of him after the break. And, folks, the intention is to share this photo with you. What? But I don't know what the hell is going to happen in minutes. Um, I don't know what the hell is going to happen when we get back. Roxanne? Are you okay? Are you, are you, are you, Roxanne, have you ever seen anything like that? Roxanne. What? It looked like it was Photoshop. It what is, is it? I, I'm thinking that we can maybe show the photo of Fester that we're talking about. Uh, Maybe first I can show it to the MJ TV crowd, and then Andrew's going to get posted up on MJMorningShow.com. dot com. Right, what's the photo? All right. Um, well, what is all, right, all of this, all right, folks? I, I have no idea how Fester is going it. to react. I I have no <laughs> I I am in the dark because Fester sometimes 
you're happy to be part of the well, listen, hold on. situation. Well, what's Sometimes the, what's, you're. What's the fun? No, don't don't. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> am, I, I'm flustered, man. I, I am. I'm literally. I'm tripping over myself here because let's just say if you haven't been the, on MJTV, you want to go on now. So, <laughs> on Sunday, Labor Day weekend. Yes, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take the family to the beach. I hate going to the beach in the middle of the day. I always like going the afternoon. Yes, and. <clears throat> I, I know it's probably going to be super busy. I contact Froggy and Kim. Oh, my I was God. Like, hey, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Is it okay oh if I park on your your little plot of land? Froggy's of course, like, always. Yeah. He's like, yeah, no problem. No issue. Hey, we're actually down here, so come on down, and we'll, we'll everybody can hang out. A little patch of land. Go ahead. So we got there about 5 o'clock. I think we stayed till like, you know, 7.30 or something, yeah. right? They're down too late. Uh, let me just uh, cut what, to the chase here. I don't know. I, I, right, here. Fester, Froggy, when you... We're hanging out with Froggy's family at Reddington Shores. Yeah, here, Is it Reddington Shores? Yes, sir. Here's right. a picture of me and Froggy in the water right, right there. Right. I, I, I just got to spit this out. We have a photo controversy. <laughs> I don't know how Fester's going to react. Fester's family hung out with Froggy's family. This was Sunday? Yes. And you want me to explain how the picture occurred real yes, quick? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Okay, go ahead. So, go ahead. Uh, we came back from the beach. Yep. Uh, we're all hanging out, drying off, uh, getting cleaned up. And, and this is like a little outdoor Oh, I'm going to give something away now. Uh, this is a little outdoor pool shower? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Fester's like, can we bring... <laughs> Fester's like, hey, guys, we're Sandy. Get in the car, but you're a little Sandy. I go, Fester, go rinse, go rinse your family off. I have showers in the back. So, it's like a backyard shower that's just, you know, open to... Those are always dangerous. The... Yeah. So, Fester goes back there with his family, and oh a few minutes go by, God. and Kim says... Do you want to, to get pizza? I said, yeah. She goes, go ask the fester if they want to stay for pizza. So I said, okay. And I walked back. And I thought the whole family was going to be back there cleaning up, you know. And I go back there, open the door. Fester oh my God. is under the shower, ass naked. Oh, my God. Never seen anything like and you took a picture of Fester in the pool outdoor shower. Yes. The rinse off shower. And it only took one picture because it was almost perfect. He had his head under the faucet. The lighting, by the way, is brilliant. Yes. <laughs> it yes. looks like a looks like an Annie Leibovitz or a Herb Ricks. It, the, now, Fester, you haven't seen and you had no idea this happened. Right. Oh, I didn't tell God. you, obviously. Oh my seeing you in your full right, regalia. On. Folks, you have never seen anything like this. It's not pornographic. No, no, no. It's just the side of it caught is me it way a- off guard. All like right. I was like, what is that? Well, it's almost like you're two different men. So that gives Allison <laughs> well, a good time, well, is my well, guess. Well, hang on a minute. Because, Fester, is it, you is, have your body mass, is it a, but you, then you've got no butt at all, and then your legs are like little little toothpicks. Okay, hold on. He's wondering why he has back issues. Look at his butt. All right, stop, stop, stop. Is this a full frontal shot of me? No, 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 I wish. No, it's not a frontal. Th- no, this is a rear. This is from behind. This is like a rear. Should we show him? A rear. All right. Sh- all right. Show Fester okay. the photo. We've got to put this up. I I have safety copies. Fester, so, we'll get more. If, 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 if you grab Froggy's phone and smash it to bits right Don't now. Don't smash my I phone. I won't smash your phone. I have it on my phone, hits. and it's it's in the cloud because it's on my uh, in my Gmail. Right. Okay, I want This just, will get the most hits ever. All right, all right, hold on. Yes, Roxanne. I want to describe what this picture looks like. My kids have these puzzles where you match like the top of the elephant to the bottom of the elephant for the letter E, and it teaches them letters, but you match them with the pictures. If you were <laughs> trying to match the bottom half, 
half of that picture with the top half, you would never come up with oh the my, top half of Fester. Uh, uh, you, uh, you, I know, th- I know those things. Yeah, right. the puzzles. You know what? You know what else is? You know what else is like? If I were to imagine Grandpa from The Simpsons naked, Grandpa from The Simpsons. Yeah, dude. It's let me see. This. It's all right. Well, part of it. All right, here we go. Right, l- ladies all right. and gentlemen, we're, we're about to... I don't know to... if you look at your body naked lately. I but... look at all y- yes, Andrew. He looks like a Dr. Seuss character. You know, oh, oh my oh, God, that is... Yeah. That the is... Lorax. Wow. Oh, my... <laughs> <laughs> nude Lorax. It's, it's a nude Lorax. I've got Andrew. Oh, my Andrew's God. piling on now. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, don't show it oh, yet. Yeah, yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and then I have it on my phone right here. Oh, great. And then, you're and saying then, I want to look at it again. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show it to the MJTV camera in a minute. But first, uh, we want to get Fester's reaction. Okay. This is Fester... In Froggy's outdoor pool shower at Reddington Beach uh, over so over the weekend. I can't stop looking. You, you can't look away. You and, cannot and look away. This is going to be news for you, Fester, because we really don't get a good look at our backsides often as humans. You may not. I, I, MJ, I, how much does it cost to get those headshots made or like maybe a little mini poster, oh, get, get a, about a hundred of them? You get a fat head made of this thing. We, oh, sell, we, we sell fat heads. Signed, Fester. Body oh my, heads. Oh, my God. Okay, here we go. You ready? All right, all right Fester. Yes. Before we show the audience, we'll, we'll we'll show it to MJTV, and then we'll then we'll put the actual photo up on the website. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Fester's reaction. Here is the photo of you, and go. Show them. What's with the music? Stop. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Roxanne. Right. All right, Fester. That's something. That's I, it's, it's two I, different men. All right, I don't want. I don't want to see this. I, you know, I see it. Get it out of my face. Yeah, I got it. All right. Froggy comes in at at five fifty eight this morning. I'm the first one in the studio every morning, and then you guys just kind of mosey in, like when the show right. opening's playing. And Froggy says, "I got to show you a picture." With zero warning, Fester, Froggy shoves that thing in my face. I'm like, bah! Oh my! Because I want to make an NFT of it, but you say that won't work. Well, no, you can listen. NFTs, We've got to print out five hundred of them and give them to the listeners. The NFT, the non fungible—that's the biggest scam and racket going. Yeah, but for are, this, are a couple of things you know potentially valuable as as an NFT? Yeah, ninety-nine percent of the NFT stuff is BS. You and it's, a, my... it's a phony. It's a fraud. It's a scheme. It's garbage. You don't I'm think Naked Fester backside could be worth like you know five? Hundred million dollars or something, and then on your back, oh, NFT naked fester tush. <laughs> tush. There, there's no all right, folks. Oh my god! And then right here we could put eight one three three one zero eight four four four. Oh my back! God. All right. I, 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 you, ladies and gentlemen, you ready? I'm about. Wait, to- your investors? Do we need like his permission or I, something? How is this not like a, a heinous invasion of privacy? It is. It 100% is. I mean, how am I this not is, a... This is a heinous invasion of your privacy. Am I a victim of voyeurism? You are. Yes. I, I mean, no, I, I'm, not, I'm not in trouble for this. I don't know. You, you snapped a photo. This I mean, is for fun. I'm, but this was, out, this was outdoors, right? Yes, my neighbors could have seen this. I have two houses right it, it, here. Hold on. It wasn't like you were behind a curtain no. and like secret cameras from some creepy landlord got pictures of you. This is just out in the open? It's in the open. So it's in, my, it's in, it's the, in the backyard. In the back of the right. house is so, like the shower and there's like right. a little foot shower down so there. So the outdoor shower, it's meant to be used with like a bathing suit on. Yes, of course. Yes. But Not Fester, totally naked. Fester's totally naked. <laughs> I had to get sand out of everywhere. But, but listen, but Fester's, it's his backside, and 
Like you could post this. This is not. This is not like pornographic. All right, you ready, Fester? Can I show this to the MJ Morning Show MJ TV camera? Right, here's the thing. I'm a victim here, aren't I? I mean, I mean is there? Oh, Fester, isn't come there on. an expectation of like not being photographed while you're taking a? Dude, there is no expectation. If you're standing right. out with no curtain and you're not in a shower, you're in an outdoor rinse-off thing and you take your clothes off, what? there's no expectation I'm of pri- private what property. If kid, there what is if a little no- kid walked by? Oh, yeah, there, you- there was no walkway of little children. Listen, there is no <laughs> expectation of privacy here. I think legally, Froggy's covered. It's I- not like I went into a bathroom, opened the door, and was like, That's- I went out to see if it was you, and I was like, what the? That's what I said. It's yeah. like it's not like some kind of a creepy Airbnb uh Owner right. set up hidden cameras in a bathroom. I think legally I'm covered. You now, are. MJ showing the world. I don't know about that. I don't know oh about my. that either. There's a lot of layers. Do you feel sexualized? I mean, Fester. Right, so let's talk about. Let's talk about. Is this your photo. left leg thinner than the right leg, or is it? Just, is that just the angle? It's probably just the angle. So here's the here's the thing about my body. From the waistline down, I have a, an absolutely perfect body. Like from a gazelle. The, from the waistline up. It's an absolute disaster. <laughs> it's like bales of hay and cotton. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's. I don't know how to describe this. From the waist down, I have the waist of like a two hundred pound man. Down, I've I've a I and I've always said I am very small assed. Look at all the pressure applied to his lower back, like right above his butt crack. Are you I, giving I, me everything is pressing down? And, and right you want to know okay. why? I had to send you to Doctor Mark Weinstein at <laughs> FOI for your back issues. Look for your, you want to know why I sent you to my friend Doctor Mark? You look like you, you have two saddlebags inside of your body. Even Doctor Mark said he goes, listen, he goes, you know, you don't have a very big ass. I'd get rid of your wallet if I were you. <laughs> look how his body's positioned. Okay, if you oh, took, I kind of hunched over <laughs> watching my uh, hair, Professor, here. Can I? Not that it matters, but can I? Can I show the image on MJTV? I mean, we're I mean, going to get kicked off. We're not going to get kicked right, off. Hold on. Wait. There what? are nudity laws we have to follow here. There are no nudity laws. This doesn't. This doesn't. You can't put this on your Instagram because yes. what? You can't. Fester. No. Put it on the MJ Morning Show Instagram. Screw his. We I mean, want you, hits. You can't put it on right. anybody's right. Instagram. Why Fester. Not? It's your butt. But it's, you it, can't put nudity it's on not, but it's yeah, not, I agree. It, I don't think it really counts as nudity because you're... Why? You're, in the you're, back in the day, they used to show... Remember... Because uh, you have the tiniest butt of a guy that weighs 350 pounds I've ever seen in my life. I think on, All right. I think on Twitter, you can put a nude photo. I okay. think on Twitter. Okay, let me explain to you what this looks like if you're trying to get a good image. If you took a chicken with the chicken legs and then you put a barrel over the head and body of the chicken and the chicken was running around with the barrel and then you just saw the barrel and the Roxanne, legs. Roxanne, you, you did a good enough job describing it when you said the top half looks like your kid's book of an elephant right, and the bottom half Fester, looks like your kid's I, book of a giraffe. Fester, I have the image on my phone right now. Can I turn it around and Fester, show MJTV? 200 people just got on MJTV I, in like a minute. I don't care. Fester, Fester, can, can I show this on MJTV right now? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Posters coming soon. What? I say posters. Well, you just gave them approval. Here we go. Make sure uh, your lighting kind of. Can I get a timpani roll? We need something. Very, this is very oh, special. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, can I get a timpani roll, please? Andrew, quickly, go to my sound effects. I hope everybody's hey, ready. Bring up, right. bring up a timpani roll. I, I'm, right, I'm, so looking up, I'm looking at myself on MJTV right now. The, I, the number of people who just jumped on doubled from what it was like three minutes ago. <laughs> That's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I am holding my camera up to the MJTV camera right now. Oh, right God. now, it's the back of my camera. Get ready. The, the back. Oh. 
right now it's the back of the phone. Uh, Strap in. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm about to flip it over and show you Fester naked in Froggy's outdoor shower. <laughs> and here it is. Three, two, one. Oh, my uh, God. This is it. Where, where, Roxanne, are you okay? Yeah, she's uh, fine. She's, fine. it's a very large man showering <laughs> is what it is, people. It's going to be a lot better when you post it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. if you want to see a man with a gross upper body and a really fit lower body. Do you see the shot? It's so clear at MJTV. So is, it, is it clear? Yeah, like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, just leave it there forever. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck this. Oh. This, this is, this could be the most invasive thing we've ever done on the show. All right. Oh, my God. Um, leave it. Leave it. <laughs> Look at his little butt. Look at his little butt. That I'm a small assed man. It's so small, though. Oh, that hang on a minute. I, we need to do it. I need to get a hold of Magic Mark, or, or we need to get Magic Mark, our parody guy, to redo this. People say Fester is a large rude man. Small assed man. Exactly. <laughs> People say Fester is a small assed man. Fester oh says Fester is a small assed man. <laughs> I've never. I said. I've got a lot. Fester says Fester is a small ass man. I, I've got a lot of body everywhere oh. except for my ass. Oh. I have a very small ass. I see guys with like big asses, and I'm like, wow. Oh. I ain't got nothing like that. Oh my god, Fester! Oh. I, mean, I I was in shock when Froggy first showed this to me this morning. I didn't know what it was. He didn't tell me it was you. <laughs> well, who Fro- did you think it was? Well, Froggy came up to me at five fifty eight this morning. Said MJ, take a look at this picture, and he just shoved it in my face. I'm like, bah! I'm like, it, it took me a second. I, I, it, it took me like like thirty seconds. I'm like, oh my god, that's Fester. Mm. <laughs> now, now, what, can All we right. have a Photoshop contest? Uh, like, what do we do with this? I mean, what, what do you I'm do doing with something it? right now? What yes. do you do with it? What are you doing? I'm just making a match the butt with the. Um, oh, we, already having, we have our first game. <laughs> I, this, Excellent, folks. This is this is crazy. What's so funny about this? I don't know what's so funny oh, about a, MJ, a, a naked need, fat man showering. We need ideas uh, on what to do with this. Yeah, you need ideas. I'm telling you, you make fat heads out of these. People could put this like life size on their wall. Who would buy it though? Put it in kids' bedrooms. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> see, talk about <laughs> I mean, <laughs> guess what? Oh no, this is to inspire kids not to get overweight and to Ooh. stay physically fit. We Listen, team up with Weight Watchers. My lower half, my lower half is exquisite. It really, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I have, I have I, a tight butt, I have fit legs. It's like you have a filter in the middle of your body that doesn't cause the fat to go I'm to your legs. You, Froggy, there's, there's a barrier from my <laughs> waist that keeps all my weight up above my waistline, and then like below I, those is like I, fantastic. I, I, Fester, I would not use the term exquisite. Oh, it's it's pretty good. I wish now, we could get people's opinions of it that saw it, because oh, it really is frightening. Oh my God. Uh, should we take phones? I mean, if you've seen it, I would love to see what right. you th- <laughs> ask people how much they pay for an autograph copy. If you, <laughs> if you saw the image already, and Andrew, you're putting this up on our website. All right. <laughs> Is Kinko still around? Right, we're putting it up on MJ. Now it's going up at MJMorningShow.com. Yes. Okay. I gotta I gotta excuse myself for twenty seconds. What, what, why? Because I left my phone in the office, and I have a feeling I'm getting like a billion. You texts left your right phone in the. I had to charge. I'll be, I'll be back. You guys. Run and get your phone. All right, so Fester left his cell phone charging in the office, and of course, 
That cell phone is what, Froggy? Oh, 813-310-8444. And isn't he handling this better than I thought? Oh, it's my so weird. God. I, I thought he was going to explode. I thought he, you know. With he won't wear a bra. He doesn't care about this. Hold on a minute. Oh, shoot. What? Oh, no. I just, I'm doing Photoshop over here. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, you realize we're on the air. Yeah. Right? You realize it was the 100,000 watt radio station? W, no, WRBQFM? Yeah, we're, we're trying to come up with creative ways to exploit this. And yes. I'm doing just that. But now with Fester, you don't know how he's going to react because there are certain things that he's exploded and like walked out and then he's taking this remarkably well. I know. I think he thinks he's going to make money from it or something. Maybe so. It's even better the second time around. The MJ Morning Show. Q105. Fester, this could be the mother-daughter fight of all fights. I love everything about this mother. Now, did you listen to the audio that Andrew had to bleep? I did. I listened to the edited version. Yeah, I just want to make sure because there were so many curse words. I just want to make sure that nothing snuck through. (laughs) Here's the problem. When you listen to something that has so much bad language in it, your mind just plays tricks on you because... It fills in the blanks because you know it exists. Let me tell you what we know. Fester, you said that on Reddit they claimed that it was a mother-daughter fight? Yes, and there's a fight. I mean, the daughter pulls up in a vehicle. Here's what happens. The daughter pulls up to the home. I don't know whether it's a double wide or whatever, but the, the, the daughter apparently pulls up, and who's got the bat? The daughter. Okay. The daughter walks to the mother with a bat in her hand. Gets out of the car. And you hear mama say, Oh, you got a bat. And the daughter says, fighting ain't fair, which is true. What kind of car is the daughter getting out of? Is that like a is that like a Jeep? So at any point, did Mama say, knock you out? Mama said, knock you out. <laughs> Mama is ready to throw down when she pulls up in the vehicle. Andrew uh, kind of shortened the beginning of it, so you yep. pick it up where the daughter enters the scene. And, and then she's got a, she has a bat, and she's got it behind her neck. You yeah. know, you hold a bat behind your neck. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah, uh, like run- you're a warrior. It's like it's running <laughs> alongside your shoulders. Is she wearing flannel? <laughs> is that the mom so, walking up right now? No, 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 that's the daughter getting out of the car. Mom is mom standing is a ground. Nice body sort of. Mom is standing ground. She could fight too. Mom like- is wearing like these tight biker shorts. All right. all right, let me play the audio. The mother daughter fight to end all fights. Listen, getting out of the car. Oh, you got a bat? Fights ain't fair. Fights ain't fair. You gonna hit me with a fucking bat? Why not? Why not? Why not? Oh. Now, now the daughter, she goes to swing the bat oh, at mom. Oh, full mount. Whoa, and then whoa. Full mount. And mom is like totally on top of the mom daughter. Mom is drilling her. Yeah, mom is drilling her. Yes. Hey, you hear me? That bat ain't gonna help you. You hear me? That fucking bat just. Oh, you hear me? Oh, you hear me? Turn around. It's like you think you're face. You whore. Bitch. You hear me? Turn around. Like that face. No, I got it. I'm fine. All right. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. All right. All right. So the dad or the husband walks out. Right. And he's like, honey, you may want to, you, you know, back off. And she's like, I'm fine. Right. Now she stops for a moment and then resumes. The husband walks out. He's eating like a Twinkie or something. What is that in his hand? Yeah. So the, it's it might, a hot pocket. It might be it's, it's something. He 
Hot Pockets. Is that a pit hey, bull baby. off to the side there? No, it looks like a little it's a Jack, Jack Russell. Russell. It's, like oh. a, it's a mutant Jack Russell. So Now, where's that accent? Is that like Kentucky? Is that like... Is it, it's like yeah. It's like either Kentucky or West Virginia or that something. Could be anywhere from Ohio South. I mean, I'm just... <laughs> so, the father oh. says, and you'll hear him, yeah. get off of her. She knows... She or she's whooped. That and that's the trigger well, word for the second half of the video, right? But then the the mother wants the daughter to admit she's been whooped. Oh, play it. All right, here we go. Here's the last half of it. Last thirty three seconds. I am gonna keep on. She keeps on being a bitch to everybody. Okay. I am. I am calm. I'm somewhat calm. By the way, the mother is straddling the daughter at this point, and it has. Stop. The fighting is stopped for now. Did you just hear the father? Yeah. The father goes, she knows her ass is whooped. Right. All right. Here and we go. Have, have you, wait. Have yeah. you ever heard an accent like that? What did she say? She, uh, uh, that mom's accent is insane. It is. All right. Here we go. Listen. Tell me it's whooped. Tell me it's whooped. Tell me it's whooped. Tell me it's whooped and I'll get up. And now she's starting to hit her in the head again. She wants the daughter to say it's whooped. Tell me it's whooped. Tell me you're whooped. But she's not really doing any damage with those punches. I, I, no, she's whacking her. Here. Tell me it's whooped. Oh. It ain't whooped or you're saying. You hear me? There you you hear me? All right, get the off. I ain't heard you saying. Get off. Are you whooped? Sure, get off. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling this isn't the first time this has oh, happened to yeah. you. Ladies and gentlemen, what a lovely... F- How's Thanksgiving going to be with that family this year? You know, the mom is jacked. She's got big arms. You know what? Fight. I tell you what, that mama makes some delicious whoop potatoes. Tell you what. Yeah. Potatoes, tell me you're a whoop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to whoop you, potatoes. Hey, everybody, get it MJ, Fester, Froggy, and Roxanne. This is the MJ Morning Show. Q- Q105. Andrew, do you remember, uh, do you keep a log of all this. Did we ever talk about the cop that parked the suspect in the cruiser and oh. parked the cruiser on the train tracks out in Colorado? It may have gotten a mention early in a show, but I don't think we ever did the story. Right, and there's an update as well. So this kind of got lost in uh, our hurricane coverage last week. The video is insane. Yeah. Folks, this is the nuttiest thing in the world, especially if you're a police officer. What are you thinking parking your police cruiser on the train tracks? Let me just park right here on these metal tracks. Rails. These bolts mean that I stop, right? Now, there's an update to the story that happened out in Colorado. There is unbelievable video that shows a freight train barreling into a police patrol vehicle with a 20-year-old woman handcuffed in the back seat. With no seat buckle. Yeah, this is out in Fort Lupton, Colorado, and it's the most insane thing you've ever seen in your life. Doesn't it seem like the cop had a lot of time to listen to that whistle the, to get her out? The Colorado Bureau of Investigation says that Yureni Rios Gonzalez of Greeley, Colorado, remained hospitalized with serious bodily injuries. She is expected to survive. Um, this is an older story. I believe that she's now out of the hospital, but she's got all kinds of broken stuff. And her, I got her lawyer. Oh, so she was pulled over. She apparently was uh, a suspect in 
some kind of road rage incident with a firearm. So multiple law enforcement agencies, they responded to 911 reports of a road rage incident involving a firearm in Fort Lupton. This is back uh, around the 20th, 22nd of, uh, of September, so last month. And a cop, a Platteville, Colorado police officer, stopped Rios Gonzalez's car just past a set of railroad tracks. The patrol vehicle was stopped and parked on the tracks. What kind? Folks, I mean, with my eyes closed, I stay away from railroad tracks. I, I would hope I, so. <laughs> well, with my eyes open, I stay away from railroad no, tracks. I, I'm saying that I am so conscious of railroad tracks, I can be blindfolded. Right. You can call me Stevie Wonder Jr., and I'm not, I'm not parking or getting my car near the railroad tracks. It's not going to happen. So they take her into the patrol vehicle, in, and the patrol vehicle is parked on the railroad tracks, and what do you know, here comes a big old freight train, and... The sound effect was cooler on the real audio. I mean, yeah, well, here it is. I, I have the real audio. So, And then I have the update with the lawyer, and all I'm hearing is like cash register noises going yeah. off. As the lawyer's telling the story and everything that she has broken... I'm just hearing ka-ching, 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 ching, 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 I mean, I would support this person bankrupting the county. Man, I mean, I'm seeing a receipt like three times the size of your average CVS receipt coming out of a machine. Oh, Imagine yeah. what yeah. she's thinking when that thing's coming at her. She had plenty of time to she, think about it. She couldn't get out of the car because uh, when they put you in the back of a police car, locks, the right? doors cannot be opened from the inside. So she sees the train barreling down on her, and she's just sitting there. So the physical, the mental trauma. The nightmare. And I'll tell you what, have you seen a picture of her? Before or after? I have not seen a picture of her in either condition. The before picture, she's she's an attractive. I don't want to sound all creepy. I don't want to sound like I'm lurking and creeping. You look like you got hit by a train, girl. I, I don't want to be a lurker and a creeper, but... She's she's an attractive young woman. I don't know what why she all road raging and pulling a gun out allegedly. Isn't that like the ultimate insult to an ugly person? You look like you got hit by a train. And then this poor lady got hit by a train. <laughs> all right, so listen, here's the audio. This is from the dash cam or from the body cam. So there's there's dash cam footage and there's also body cam footage. Listen. She could have because when I was behind her, she was driving slow enough. Yeah. So she could have tossed something back. Tossed it out the window? She could have, out that window, but... Listen to the train! That, that, that don't you say, wait a no, minute, oh, a... my my car's on the tracks! And just, bam! And she's like, oh my god, oh my god! What did she realize at the last second? That, oh my god, my car's on the tracks! The I, I don't know if it's her car. It might be the mail officer's car. See, I don't know whose car that right. is. Who parked it? Well, there? you know what? I wasn't able to ascertain. I don't know if it's been clarified, but when the story first came out, I was curious. Was it the male officer or the female officer? I know the female was going, oh my God, oh my God. And then she ran to the vehicle that got thrown like hundreds of feet with the prisoner or the suspect inside the back of the vehicle. I mean, listen again. She could have because. I mean, they're just like casually talking about you know, the twenty seconds to get her out at about least. the traffic stop. She could have because when I was behind her, she was driving slow enough. Yeah. So she could have tossed something back. I tossed it out the window. She could have out that window, but who is, is that? Hart? No, that's a uh... a train.
Oh my god! Oh is my that your god. ringtone going off? Is that the new Choo Choo Train <laughs> ringtone? So, oh wait, that's a real train. What did you think you could hear the horn from further away? Yes, than that? no, you, I'm you, sure they you could. could hear it from further away. But you, who stops a vehicle on railroad tracks ever, especially a police officer? You don't do it. All right, here now is after impact. They're running. To the vehicle, the police cruiser was just mangled, oh, and it was, it was hurled like a like an empty can of Coors Light. Notice the Colorado reference there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, here, listen to this. I see here. Patrol car just hit by a train. Yeah, because you parked it on the tracks. And you can hear the train is trying to stop. It takes like a big freight train. could take a mile for the train to stop. And you can hear the brakes. You can hear the squealing of the brakes. They should really fix that issue. They should stop immediately on a dime. It is amazing that this young woman was not killed in the vehicle. So here's the attorney. And this dude, you know those cartoons where the dollar signs show up in the eyeballs? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With the ching-ching sound effects? Uh-huh. I'm telling you, this... This attorney, hey, uh, Andrew, do you have a cash register sound effect? Yeah, Gra- grab a cash register sound effect, and every time I give you the point, I need you to play it, all right? So get a, get a. I think we have one in, in the MJ Morning Show sound effect archives. All right, so this is the attorney for the woman who was locked inside the police car. It's crazy. It's incredibly dangerous to park on train tracks. That should have just never happened. But she woke up in the hospital. She has a fractured tibia, um, a broken arm. She had nine broken ribs. She noticed the train horn and the train whistle and started to struggle. She tried frantically to get the officer's attention. When police take someone, we call it in custody. It's your charge to, to make sure that they're safe. And they failed. There you go. Double to ching on this last a jackpot for the last oh, one. By God, man! How much money is this young woman gonna get? That so, is-, is it better to get hit by a train or a Walmart truck? Ooh, I mean, suing Walmart's fantastic, but suing a government entity? Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a toss-up for me. I guess I'd rather sue Walmart. <laughs> but. Man, I don't I, want to get hit by any trucks yeah, if it comes down to it. I mean, if you're going to get hit by one, I mean, to take that equation out of it, you're going to get hit by one of them. You want to get hit by a train because you're in a bad cop car or rear-ended by a Walmart? What is a bad cop like car? Like a bad cop, comma, car. Like the kind that leave you on the road. <laughs> yeah, on the road, hill park. The yeah, everybody knows what I mean in this instance. <laughs> well, the bad cop who leaves try, their car on right. the train track. Yeah, just, all right, fine. All right, so listen, th- this, <laughs> this woman is going to... Cash out. There's no doubt about it. Check this out. We got a great show coming your way. Now you can watch the MJ Morning Show. Check out MJ TV at MJMorningShow.com. Q105. The Costco story is great. Now I'm a Costco member. Are you are you a yes, Costco member? Sure am. Uh, I mean I used to be a Sam's member, but then they closed the Sam's Club in South Tampa. What why'd they do that? I don't I don't know. Know. Why why did they close Sam's Club in South Tampa? You're Mr. South Tampa. You tell us. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, (laughs) you you growling at me? (laughs) You growled at me first. All right. This is great. This is a story floating around. There's a video, a clip. Millions of people have seen this. And this person goes by the name Hannah. And Hannah videoed herself responding to questions 
that they get a Costco. So apparently Hannah is a Costco employee, and she's answering Costco questions. Question number one. I used these bed sheets for five years. Can I return them? <laughs> you probably can, right? Well, yes. Yes, you can get a full <laughs> refund. <laughs> I always thought their uh, return policy was one of the best. They do. They do have a great return policy. Yes. I just ate this whole three-pound bag of mango slices. <laughs> this is the they are so-so. This is the empty bag. You know, they, they weren't that good. Can I get my money back? It's like when you sent Festra to try to buy stuff with the corner of a dollar bill. I'm going to bring back the shell. I'm going to buy the 10-pound box of Alaskan Red King crab legs for like mm. for like 300 bucks. I'm going to buy the 10-pound box. I'm going to eat all the crab meat. I'm going to return the sh- cracked shells. <laughs> you know, these just weren't that good. <laughs> Sir, there's no meat in these shells. <laughs> you know, I feel like Doug presses the envelope on the return policy at Costco sometimes. Really? Yeah, I feel like there's something spoiled, and he's like, I'll just take it back. I'm like, well, we, it's we, we sat in our fridge for 10 days. Really? <laughs> All right, how about this one? Can I return a dead Christmas tree after Christmas? Of course. The answer is yes. You'll get a full refund. <laughs> what? Why exactly? All right. All right. I know where I'm getting my tree. <laughs> Come on. Really? So they'll basically let you do the Super Bowl big screen TV trick. No, no, no. Hang on a minute, though. According to Costco's return policy, members have a risk-free 100% satisfaction guarantee. They also guarantee your satisfaction on every product we sell and will refund your purchase price with the following exceptions, including electronics. They can be returned within 90 days. Cigarettes, alcohol, diamonds, over one carat. Uh, I guess uh, certain products like tires and batteries cannot be returned due to their limited useful life expectancy. I right, so Doug, your perpetual fiance, big Doug, obsessed with Costco. All right, obsessed with Costco. When the kids are driving me a dip bananas, he's like, "I'll take the girls to Costco," and it's a win-win because I get my space and he gets to go to Costco. And he gets like a five-pound bucket of mayonnaise. Exactly. Right. And when he goes into Costco, I've gone with him before, right. he'll make this big overdone experience of like, he'll go to the person who checks your card. He's like, you know, I'm a member. As if he's like in an exclusive <laughs> club. I'm like the member guest Wait, at a golf is, club. When he, when he walks in, he flashes his Costco card like yes. he's the only member and there. He, yes. And he he's comes in, up. He's in, a, in, a, in an exclusive club. I'm a member of Costco. Look, I will flash my card on the way in. You know, they've got the card checkers. Yeah. Studio sure. 54. Yeah. Exactly. And then if I'm like, where are the, you know, fish oil pills? He'll be like, oh, my guy, my guy will know this. See this guy over here? He knows me. He knows me. It's just an over the top experience. But what we've kind of noticed, have you guys ever noticed that sometimes someone will come up to you almost like in a culty way and it'll be like, hey, have you tried the Kirkland's, which is the Costco brand, the Kirkland shampoo? Oh, my hair's never smelled and looked better. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Are you saying these are normal customers or you think they're little plants? I think they're plants. You think they're plants That's to get suspicion. you to try the Kirkland brand? Yeah, and we fall for it every time. Yeah, this I, is, have, I like Kirkland. I have never had that happen to me at All the Costco. Time. Well, really? I think it's because we're he's so friendly to people. I think you guys have shirts on that say <laughs> gullible one and gullible two. <laughs> I'm with gullible with tinfoil you know. hat. Yeah, exactly. Really? Where's the tinfoil section? A legendary morning show on a legendary radio station. Once you start listening, it won't stop. This is the MJ Morning Show on Q105. Have you had a product that you've relied on and it just disappears, it goes away? Is this something that you've loved and then suddenly it's off the flipping market. 
You mean discontinued? Yeah, gone? yeah, yeah. Like completely o- gone? Off the market, discontinued, gone for good. You know, what happens when you love something, something you rely on, and it just goes poof? It just goes away. And I'm going to give you two examples. And listen, in most cases, it's going to be some type of a consumer product. So you're not going to maybe grasp this, but our dogs are litter box trained. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Of Keep course. that to yourself. You are that what, what, guy. What? Oh, oh my no. God. You know what? what? Oh, really? Oh, you're going to give me, you're going to give me, uh, you know, you could have given me. You're going to give me crap that I just revealed that our dogs are two four and a half year old oh Jack Russell Terriers are litter box trained. In a hundred years, they, I don't think I would ever have guessed you saying those words out of your mouth. Wait, he lived in the city, though. Is that why? All right. So we were in New York for a little bit, and. And it's so weird. And that, hold on, that's is, is that a thing? So, that's, are you saying that they thought Froggy's lap was a litter box? Yeah. And how close to this litter box do you make your famous ice cream? Uh, oh. The litter box is right next to the ice cream machine. <laughs> I make my ice cream on the floor, right next to the no. Uh, the litter box is in the laundry room. It's far away from the kitchen. Let me tell you the story here. And then I want to go to phones on this. I've never heard of a dog being litter boxed. Well, either did we. We never heard of it either. Ew. When we got one of our Jack Russell Terriers, when we got Scout, our female, came from a breeder on Long Island, a great, well-known Jack Russell breeder. And she is the first one to tell. This is a, a well-known big Jack Russell breeder. She's also like a Jack Russell judge at all of like the national Jack Russell dog shows. And she's the one that turned us on to litter box training our dog. And listen, we have Jack Russells. They spend a ton of time in the yard. They chase squirrels all day long. I walk with them for two miles every night after my PM drive show. Uh, I walk uh, five miles on Saturday. I walk five miles on Sunday. They're out a lot. They're chasing squirrels in the yard. But, you know, middle of the night, you know, you don't want to deal with a barking dog. Or if, you know, you're watching TV and they now know that if they need to go and if we're preoccupied, the dogs know to go to the laundry room and they go in their litter box. And it was our Jack Russell breeder. That turned us on to this. The point is about items that you love that disappeared there and you can't use cat litter. You, you can't, it's like bad for the dogs if you use like the clay kind of, oh. so you don't use cat litter. What do you use, oil dry well, from the up. auto parts store? Well, hang on. What do you use, shredded paper? Well, you're close, Roxanne. You're, you're getting, getting, oh. getting warmer. Like having a bird I, now. Roxanne, you're getting warmer, getting warmer over there. Can I tell you what you're doing to your Jack Russells? Okay, I'm going to make up a new word. You know how when someone emasculates someone, you're edogulating them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> no, we're not. Here's what my it's, dog does. It's trained, and when I let it out, it goes. That's what we do, but it's an option. <laughs> it is, Don't give me the option. If, my dog would drop the biggest one. If it's if it's raining out and the dogs don't want to go out, they can use the litter box. Okay. Or in All the right. middle of the night, they can. Anyway, the point wow. is, the point is that you have, for dog litter, you don't use cat litter. Not It's bad for them. So there was a product called Second Nature, and it was made by Purina, owned by Nestle, and it was recycled paper pellets. And they, like, I think crushed the paper and heat treated it to, like, 
maybe like under the pressure that a diamond is made or something. And well, maybe not that much. And it, did, it doesn't take billions of years. But the, the situation is that it was a product. It was a paper pellet called Second Nature. And I, I I like ordered like a whole year's supply. I ordered like uh, eight bags. They're twenty five pound bags. Okay. And I ordered eight bags of this stuff from Chewy. And I'm down to my last bag and a half, and I go on to Chewy to order new ones, and it's nowhere to be found. And then I find a story that on April 22nd, Nestle Purina announced they're suddenly, immediately shutting down their second nature dog litter factory, and that Purina Nestle, they're out of the doggy paper products business. Yeah. I'm like, what? CEO's like, what? We had one guy in Tampa, Florida, by eight bags all year long. We're going to discontinue this product. That's an example of a product that just, it disappeared. That's quite an example. And and then, hold on a minute. I was going to say Lance's white chair popcorn. Uh, I I think that's still around. I can't find it. Then, the other thing is, my contact lenses. I wear rigid gas-permeable contact lenses. You know, they're hard lenses. And I've worn these since I was 18 because I've got a small case of keratoconus, which is a misshaped cornea in my right eye. And one of the treatments early on is you start wearing, you know, hard contact lenses or or rigid gas permeables. And they think that keeps your cornea in check and it will prevent advancement. Anyway, it must have. I've been wearing them since I was 18 years old. And my keratoconus has was is 100 percent stable and because a lot of times. People with keratoconus need a corneal transplant, and I never got near there. My case is 100% stable, and maybe because I wore the contacts. I used a contact lens cleaner called Lobob. Uh, Optimum by Lobob, the best product out there for my contact lens solution, and it disappeared. Okay. Gone. gone. They were, I've been using that brand for 40 freaking years, and it just disappears. Something happened with their contract manufacturer. The plant was shut down by the FDA on Long Island, and then there was a huge shortage, and then they never came back. I mean, the FDA is shutting down plants, MJ. It may be time to move on to a new product. No, 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 but it wasn't their plant. It was a contract manufacturer, and my products were never recalled, but others were. And after the plant was shut down and supply became uh, nil, then the company, like, folded. They went out of business. So I don't know if they're going to litigate and sue the uh, sue the manufacturer for ruining. I don't know, but those are two examples of products that I relied on that I and they just disappeared. So my question for you guys, and also for the MJ Morning Show audience, before we get into the latest on the Antonio Brown recap, my question for the audience is: What have you loved? What product or what did you rely on? Hey, maybe even it's a business that you loved. Maybe it was a restaurant. Maybe something that was just a part of your life, something you needed, and it just went poof and just gone, disappeared, and maybe you're still not over it. All right, 800-990-1047. Let's go to phones on this. This could be interesting. What item, what food, what product, what restaurant, what business, what anything that you loved, relied on, and it just disappeared gone never to be seen again all right 800-990-1047 let's go to phones on this let's see what can, and then we'll get into the antonio brown mj morning show tampa police running yesterday and uh, we got the whole story and we have elements that we didn't even tell from hour number one which uh, we were saving 
All right, to the phones, 800-990-1047. What item, what restaurant, anything that you loved, relied on, and it just went away? 800-990-1047. I'd like to hear how your life's been damaged. Roxanne, do you have anything yeah, in yeah, your a couple, life? A couple of things, food-related, both of them. Okay. There's a place called Cafe Brasimo, and it was in West Chase next to Publix. Yep. And I would go there all the time, probably twice a week to get sandwiches. I mean, for years and years and years. And then one day I went and they had amazing like egg salad, chicken salad. Like mm. all their sandwiches are so, so, so good. How is their toss salad? <sighs> Did you try that? I'm, asking, been to Brasimo? I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm a fan. And so I... Uh, Look at the phones. There. Every line is every, jammed. Go every ahead. line is jammed. So you and so I, then all of a sudden I went there one day and it just wasn't it wasn't there. It was just closed. Gone. Listen to this. Yeah. Then like a year later, I'm in South Tampa. You found out a Starbucks way way deep into South Tampa. Like I, is, is this a? Re, did you find out what happened? There's Brasimo working at the Starbucks. There's the guy the who guy owned for, the restaurant. That's working at Starbucks yeah, now? Yeah, And I was just like, what? what, what? Did you ask him? Yeah. And, uh, you and know, what'd he say? I don't, he just, you know, they went, they closed up shop and maybe he just didn't want to be a business owner anymore, but he seemed to be happy at Starbucks. So that was good, but it ruined my life. Cause he's, now he's a, handing millennial snots their uh, cafe latte, schmate, blatte. He gave up the, the running your own business and all the pain that goes along with that and just, you know, doing his thing still in the serving industry. Did you not ask him for his egg salad recipe? I should have. I should yeah. have. <laughs> you yeah. guys remember that high-end steakhouse that they also had an, ah, it was so high-end and expensive, an uh, ice cream bar as well? Like Ponderosa? That's it. Ponderosa. <laughs> Dude, where'd that place go? <laughs> the Ponderosa at the Old Pinellas Square Mall is my family's go-to spot. So good after right. a shirt. Right. Hey, listen, before I go to phones, Fessy, do you have anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're all restaurants, and I don't feel like the fat jokes right, right. now. So. No, uh, well, Rox- <laughs> Roxanne brought up a, a food establishment. Yeah. There's one in South Tampa. It was a bakery. Uh, Delizy. Delizy Bakery used to be right next to Cafe Paradiso, right next to Paolo Tini's place. By the way, Cafe Paradiso, Paolo, uh, we, Michelle and I, we went to Cafe Paradiso right after they opened in 1995. Whoa. And so, I mean, great place for Italian in South Tampa, uh, Cafe Paradiso. Right next to Cafe Paradiso in that shopping center used to be Delizy. And it was a guy named Franco and his wife that ran. They had and they had the most incredible croissants. He made a ciabatta loaf that I still dream about today. I ran into him about five years ago at Thailand. You know the Thai restaurant on Southdale Mabry, right yeah. across from Home Depot. Yeah, ran into Franco. I'm like Franco, man, I'm having withdrawal. I gotta have. I gotta have your ciabatta loaf. And I used to go, because, you know, we used to work at uh, FLZ uh, on Gandhi and uh, Dale Mabry, and he was on MacDill right uh, near Wallcraft on MacDill. And I used to time it out on the way home, because I used to live over, over on that side. I used to go, and I knew that like by 10.30, 10.45, the bread was hot out of the oven. And I'm t- folks... I would eat an entire loaf in the car before I even got home. Did he give you the recipe? It, yes. So here's the deal. I ran into him 
at Thailand about five years ago, and he gave me his phone number and said, call me. I'll give you the recipe. He could he rattles off this recipe. I've got five pages of notes. I think I could send a rocket to Mars easier than making this bread. You should hire him for like a couple of hours. <laughs> I'm telling hey, you, listen, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks. Can you come just, over to the house and just make make make, make the damn make, bread? Make a couple of loaves. Make the bread for me. All right, let's grab a couple of calls. Then we'll give you the Antonio Brown story and uh, our run-in at Antonio Brown's house with the megaphone after the show yesterday. That's next. First to the phones. It's Anne up first in St. Pete. Anne, you're on the MJ Morning Show on Q105. What did you use or love or need, and it just disappeared? MJ, I know you know Seldane. That was our favorite allergy. Oh, yeah. I used to take take Seldane D, and they took it off the market because it killed people or something. No, I'm just saying. It was the only thing that helped me. Yeah. I still suffer yearly. You know what? You're 100% right. Now, I... For whatever reason, Ann, I've grown out of my allergies. I don't know what no, I, I used to have allergies that were fairly significant here in Florida. I'm talking about when I first moved here in 94 to Tampa Bay. I think it was all the oak trees or something. But I had allergies throughout most of the 90s. And I used to take Seldane, uh, Seldane D, and they took it off the market because I think it killed a bunch of people or something. And that drug... I couldn't find anything else that worked as as well as Seldane. Nothing. Yep. Nothing worked. Yeah, you type Seldane into Google, yeah. and everything is about it being taken off the market. Yeah, I, exa- Anne is 100% right. Anne, I forgot about that. Blast from the past. Anne, thanks for the call. MJ, when did you grow out of your allergies? Uh, I think late 90s. They just kind of oh, they, they okay. disappeared. I just grew out of them last year. Really? Mm-hmm. Same thing? Yeah. I had allergies, allergies get bored with you. Did yeah, you know I think that? They, I think they do. I had them like from my twenties until well, now, and then they just got bored of me last year. Three wow. years. Wow. I, I got a letter in the mail. Uh oh. My allergy said that I'm the most obnoxious sob they've ever met, and they're just they're leaving me. Screw right. Let's, die. Yeah, Let's right. get out of here. Die. <laughs> he had a dear John letter from his allergies. Dear uh, John. Uh, Craig's in Palm Harbor. Hey, Craig. It, it, you know, it's customers like you that made me fine-tune my process but here's my here's i know i know this is craig this is pit crew craig i love this guy yeah craig okay i'm very very ocd about my customer satisfaction and you know how ocd you are about your vehicle yep for years i used a specific wheel weight and uh during the pandemic a lot of small companies closed or people retired so that's why we know A lot of things have changed in that three-year spread. But for an industry, everybody in the United States uses ounce increments, okay? When you get your European cars, they're all in gram increments. Right. These are the lead weights to balance your tires so they don't wobble. Correct. Now we pretty much use a tape weight. So people understand smaller segments make for a better balance. Not that it makes that much of a difference. Well, you fine-tune it. You get closer to the actual balance instead of being a little under or or over. Right, and that's what we do. We tune cars that people feel that what normal people would not. The average... See, I put my tongue on the steering wheel, and it's very sensitive. I can feel any wobble. No, water bottle works better than your tongue. I'm kidding. I don't put my tongue on my steering wheel. I know you don't. So, Craig, where, where are you going with this? 
uh, a half an ounce, which is two quarter ounces, is two segments. Uh, the same in gram is three segments, which is five grams each. I can't find gram segments anymore in rolls. You have to buy them in a box. Oh, oh, I, oh, oh I remember the rolls. Uh, yeah. You used That's right. You used to roll, have the rolls and they peel off. I can't find so gram crackers. Crackers. So there's no waste and it's easily, it's better balanced. I can't get them anymore. I found a company that I used to pay $200 a box. Right. They sent me 10 boxes. At thirty-two hundred dollars, they went from two hundred to three hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Oh my God! Uh, hey, Craig. So, do you, you go ahead and plug your business and and what what do you want to tell our listeners? If uh, I don't want everybody, if you are a very very astute driver and you're a little on the anal retentive side, <laughs> and only those people understand that, I'm your guy. Seven two seven pit crew. I'm in Ozona in Palm Harbor. If you need it done right. Yeah, Craig Craig is the only person that touches the tires on my car. Right. 727 Pit Crew for Pit Crew. Also, uh, Mason, right? right? Mason uh, also, Andrew, right? Yep. Yeah, he used it for a long yep. time. Right. He put the nitrogen in my tires. Yeah. All right, so, hey, uh, let me run along here, Craig, but 727 Pit Crew, but you got to be a special type of a yeah. wacko customer. If you want to have some geeky metric talk, <laughs> Craig's your guy. All right, Craig, I'll talk to you later. See ya. Hi, buddy. Good. Oh, All right, Jason. Jason is in Plant City. Hey, Jason, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hey, how are you? All right, what disappeared? Uh, a long time ago, Palmer's used to make a gold brick egg. Uh, my mother absolutely loved them. What is it now? I'm, I'm not following this. A gold brick it, egg? Uh, yeah, gold brick egg. What the what the hell is that? They only had it during Easter. Well, it was a seasonal item then? Palmer's it was a seasonal oh, item. You said Palmer's the chocolate company. Yes. I thought you said plumbers. I'm right, sorry. So they made a was it a chocolate gold egg? It was a gold brick egg. Yeah, it was a little thing. You would find them in the, the grocery store. Okay. Or, you would find them everywhere. Uh, and then now you can't get them? You can't even go on a website and buy them. My God. All right. Now Darn. we got So withdrawal from Palmer's Eggs. Jason, thank you. See, everyone's got something. His mother's Easter's never been the same. How about Sudafed? Pam uh, is. No, you can get Sudafed. Just can't uh, like 20 boxes. <laughs> yeah, you got to show your driver's license. First of all, you, you don't buy like Sudafed or, or you don't want the crap off the shelf on the regular. You got to get the good stuff. Seriously, <laughs> you, you got to get the stuff from the pharmacist behind the counter. Where you if gotta, you're making meth? You have to give your driver's license. Yeah, you need the stuff that they make meth with. That's the stuff that works. Oh, okay. Because it has the pseudoephedrine in it. That's what you want. Pam is in Valrico. Hey, Pam, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hello. Good morning, guys. How you doing? We're doing well. All right. So what product, what disappeared on you that you're having withdrawal on? Okay. What didn't? This is for Roxy, okay? Every makeup, every lipstick, every foundation, everything that I've ever liked, ever, it just goes away. I will go to purchase it. Gone. Body lotions, body gels, body washes. Roxy, am I right? Because yeah, it, it's made me crazy. I can't think of any great examples off the top of my head, but some. But you'll get addicted to a product, and then it's just poof, it's gone. It's like they've replaced it with something else. That's, that's not why as good. we're doing the like segment. A new new now, Coke or something. Now, what is the what are the text lines saying? 
Oh, the tech signs are blowing up. All kinds of products. Apple Raisin Crisp. Uh, <laughs> they're really focusing on... Um, How about cinnamon toast crunch? Yeah. No way. That's around. I bought around. Like two boxes that, of that last is week. Is that still there? Yeah, it's the best. Okay. Invented in toothpaste. Mine isn't food. Mine's like just makeup yeah. and yeah. just stuff like that. Just things that I use every day. Literally, will go and they're gone. Yeah, I hear you, Pam. Thank you, Pam. I appreciate it. Hey, what a variety here. Yeah, I, we're getting great stuff on the text line, but I want to bring one up that I just thought of. Tio Pepe's. You guys used to go there? Tio what? Pepe's? No. no. What was that? In Clearwater? No, what on Gulf to Bay. What, what was Andrew? it? Andrew? No, he's on the phone. I have a good one. It was a great, I great, mean, great a lot restaurant. Of these one-off restaurants are going to be really specific. But, but it was it was a it was a staple. It was around for a while. Okay. Yeah, frog. So, what do you have? Something I relied on in college. It was a lifestyles. Extra, extra small condom, oh, and they did away with those. You know, Stop you know, the banking industry now uses them for finger money counters. Right. Yeah, finger cards. They basically. call them the froggy counters. Right. Z is in Tampa. Hey, Z, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Good morning. Uh, what? I, grew, I grew up outside of Philadelphia, uh-huh. and they used to have a soda called Frank's, and they are no longer around. Like, the last time I went home, I even went online, it's like all of a sudden a plant shut down. And they used to have black cherry wish was my absolute favorite. Frank soda? Okay. Frank soda. Wow. It was like a it was like a Philadelphia thing and you could get it in New Jersey and stuff, but then like a few years ago it just disappeared and I even went online and it was like the plant's gone, everything's gone, they don't even sell it. And it was like the one thing I would look for. Man, sounds like they're running from the mob or something. Uh thanks for the call, Z. Valerie's in Lakeland, Valerie MJ Morning Show. What product disappeared on you? The shampoo called Style. It leaves your hair very manageable, very soft. Hold on, Valerie, how do you spell it? What's the name of this? Style, S-T-Y-L-E, was a shampoo called Style. And so, I don't remember who made the product, right. but I know I used to purchase it. Oh, and then it just went went away, gone. Got it out of style. Away, just like the Friendly's ice cream. That was they. They used to have a, a restaurant. They had when I moved to Florida. They had one in Bradenton. Yeah. And I went there, and then they just. Uh, I know Sweet Bay, the supermarket, used to sell them. Yeah, they're gone too now. Thanks, yeah, hey Val. Yeah. Great, great call. Thank you. James is in Wesley Chapel. James, what item or place? What disappeared on you and ruined your life? Yeah, two quick ones. One is uh, a dish in Ruby Tuesday called Sonora Chicken Pasta. It was so good. My wife and kids used to eat it all the time. We became like Norm from Cheers. They knew us. They took it off the menu one day, and then, you know, the, the staff was there for a little while, and they're like, oh, we could still make it for you. Worse. But it, it was never the same. They probably didn't have the right ingredients. Oh, speaking of yeah, Cheers, we got to talk uh, about Kirstie Alley in a few minutes. All right, so what was the other thing? Um, I'm from New York, so my first time I had a filet mignon was at a place in New- in Manhattan called Tad Steaks. Oh, Tad so Steaks. Yeah, dollar ninety nine steaks at Tad Steakhouse. Yeah, I love that place, and so I was gonna relive it. I was gonna go. Vi- go yeah, I go to New York every year, and I was like, hey, I gotta I gotta hit some of the old spots I did. Yeah, Tad's like near Times Square. That's down. that's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Hey, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Let's grab Tracy in Atlanta. Tracy on the MJ Morning Show. Uh, hold on, I picked up the wrong line. Let me grab Tracy. Uh, Tracy, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, MJ. Um, what I can't find anymore is Excedrin PM. I can find the tension headache. I can find the migraine. But the PM was like the best stuff that would knock me out and knock my headache out. And I can't find it anywhere. What about the Excedrin Pita, the P-I-T-A? Can you find that? <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, that's P. That's uh, <laughs> that would be my husband. Yeah, that's that's uh, you know what it stands for. Yeah, it's pain in the... <laughs> Man, she's quick. Yep. Yeah, Excedrin, pain in the ass. All right. Hey, thanks, yes. thanks for the call, yeah. Jay. I like how yeah. you said it. Yes. Do you remember this? Um, It was like the... I think it was like a steak sauce or some kind of sauce. It was like in the grocery stores, and it was really good, and then it went away. It was like Tony Fatso's uh, you bring everything up, sauce. You, you're bringing up Fester's barbecue. <laughs> That's what it was. Fester's barbecue sauce. <laughs> I still have like four cases molded in my garage if you want it. Fester found some contract <laughs> bottler in Sarah. Minnesota that had barbecue sauce in 55-gallon drums from some factory in the Midwest. And then Fester had a label made and had it bottled under Tony Fatso's everything sauce. So I sold thousands of bottles and, of and yeah. Fester had, speaking of Sweet Bay and, and Cash and Carry, that's that's where it was. All right, I got, I right, hey, every line is jammed here. This has exploded. Let me just finish these calls, then we got to get into the Antonio Brown story. Let's go to Michelle in Lakeland. Hey, Michelle, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hey, MJ. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm having a hard time finding non-club litter because I'm a special needs hospice critical pet parent. All right. Now, I didn't understand what you said. It's it's a litter? Yeah, non-clumpy kitty litter. Non-clumpy? You can't find non-clumpy kitty litter? Nope, it's uh, most of the time it's clump. And with my kittens, they're like brand new newborns or getting used to it. Oh, they don't want clumps. I got you. They're, it's the perfume in them. Right, but hold on, did the product disappear or just a supply issue? Uh, both. All right, thanks for the call. Did she say she works with special needs pets? I think so. Okay. Uh, Judy's in Spring Hill. Judy, what disappeared? A diet pill. Dexatrim with caffeine. De- oh, like I, I've heard of Dexatrim. So you can't find Dexatrim with caffeine? Is it off the market? Did they discontinue it? They discontinued it. They were rotten people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's probably for the best. Uh, William is in Tampa. All right, just a few more calls. I'm going to move on and tell you about the Antonio Brown situation. Me in South Tampa in front of AB's house with a megaphone yesterday. William in Tampa, MJ Morning Show. Hello. Yeah. You can't find the devil no more. The torpedo shapes. You used to find them in the, in the grocery stores. You can't find torpedo shaped devil crabs? Right. Not, you can't find them there. I've talked to the people in, in the grocery store that said they quit making them. All right. Listen, William. Turn your truck around and go to Brocados if you want deviled crabs. <laughs> there you go. Uh, uh, two more. Uh, Catherine is uh, <clears throat> listening in Jersey City. Hey, Catherine, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Oh, hi, MJ. How are you doing? We are well. Go ahead. All right. Well, I have a few things. Uh, the Pepsi, Pepsi Light, which was uh, a lemon, a lemony diet Pepsi drink back in the 80s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Pepsi Twist back in the 90s, another really good drink with lemon. And then RC100 and um, Pad Cola. Wow, you are a soda fan. My God, look at that. <laughs> I, I, I like good soda, diet soda, not so much anymore, but I normally drink iced tea now, but back in the day, I liked the diet soda. How uh, did you feel about Crystal Pepsi? Oh, yeah. The, how about Clear Pepsi, the Crystal Pepsi? I had it one time. It wasn't bad. Yep, there you okay, have it. Well, thank right. you for that in-depth analysis. All right, last call, Mike in Lakeland. Mike, last one on this. Folks, if you're tuning in, I was just talking about products or places that just disappeared 
and you're having withdrawal. You need the product. It's not available. It's gone. They're out of business. You got a hole in your life now. All right, last call on this is going to be Mike in Lakeland. Mike, MJ Morning Show. Hello. Hey. So I got one. Okay. CDB's Pizza. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. On Fowler? In Lakeland. CDB's Pizza. CDB's, yeah. I remember there was a CDB's in, like, downtown Tampa. Then they were on uh, West Shore Shore for a little bit. There was a CDB's on Fowler. That's where uh, uh, Pasquale's is now. Yeah, so there was one over there by USF. The last one. And so, yeah, so what happened is the one, the the my granddad knew the owner. So he had sold to some guy that owned some Japanese restaurant of some kind. Mm-hmm. And then he closed the Lakeland location. So we had to drive all the way over there by USF to go to a CDB's. Yeah, the Fowler so location. Recently, yeah, the Fowler location. So... We used to go out there every, you know, for everybody's birthdays and stuff because they had the best pizza and, like, their chef salad had these little rolls with, like, cheese and meat in it. It was it was all delicious. They even had this sandwich called a hard hat that was del- – it was all delicious. So we went out there one time for my birthday. This was a couple of years ago, and we didn't know it, but we pull up, and the entire shopping center's all closed off. They're demolishing the whole shopping <laughs> yeah. center. Oh, man. And – they're not even going to reopen another location any anywhere. So the, no. there's one location left out in clear in Clearwater, but it's not the same. It's mainly like a hibachi place or a sushi place. Okay, and they they do not have the same you know quality of food. You can get CDBs like they have the old menus there, but it's not the same quality at all. Because we were hoping. That that would be like the last location out in Clearwater? No, it's not. It's, gotcha. All right. Well, listen, thanks. I mean, listen, Mike, I appreciate it. You say and, that for Mama's but, Pizza? But you say for anything. Everybody has something. And, Roxanne, I'm sure the text lines have been uh, jamming because you haven't said a word in 10 minutes. On fire. On fire. No, um, Mama Mia's Pizza, New Coke, someone misses. New Coke? Oh, oh, what the and, what? And, That was a joke. Nobody like that. Have a blockbuster. Nobody right? misses New Coke. <laughs> Uh, you know, left. you know what I miss is I know there's still one I think at University Square, but Dunderbox no, at Countryside. Yeah, so Mr. At Countryside is gone. Mr. Dunderbox is on Bruce B. Downs. It's yeah. the, I don't think there's much at University. Uh, How I about Sharans? The ori- the original Sharans on Hillsborough. Now I, there's a new I have, one. I have no idea ah. what you're talking about. The best morning breath ever. <laughs> the MJ Morning Show. One oh five. All right, I got to move on now to my kids are defrauding me. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Two kids are around the or on the other side of the world in Paris, and Daddy's now just figuring out that they're running a fast one on. Chloe has like 15 minutes of school a day, and Julian's taking pictures, and he's just now figuring out that the kids are running a fast one on. Hey, you're laughing at me. What am I? What am I funny? What am I, funny like a clown? You know, I get this credit card bill for $25,000. I think the kids are pulling one over on us, Michelle. All right, it does involve credit cards. Okay. Jeez. I I had to have a chat with Chloe because uh, she ran up a crazy credit card bill in Paris for the first month in June. And we find out that she's, like, going to Michelin-starred restaurants and and James... (laughs) James oh, she's eating well, if you look at her. Uh, James Beard award-winning restaurants. It. It's like, what are you? Yeah. So I'm getting. Wait a minute. I'm getting these nuts. I'm getting these crazy credit card bills from Chloe first. Now, here's the racket that I uncovered. It's not only that they're 
jacking up my credit card bill. I'm seeing some large charges. Tell them large charge sent ya. I'm seeing some large charges. I'm like, a restaurant in Paris, like $192. I'm like, what? Okay. What is going on? It's a restaurant in Paris. It seems high. Yeah, look at Oh, they have McDonald's in Paris? Can't you go there? Shouldn't they be struggling? What do they call the French fries at McDonald's in Paris? Here fries. They're our fries. (laughs) (laughs) French fries. fries. The freedom fries. No, the freedom fries were here. When Dude, we, when we were angry sorry. at the French in Congress, Hello. hey, uh, I'm talking about the kids uh, pulling a, a wambuki on me. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I just want you on the phone if you have anything to add to the story. So, folks, I'm being defrauded by my kids. They're pulling a racket and a scam on me. Like picking candy from a baby. Oh, jeez. Really? I mean, Michelle, really, they're on the other side of the world. What kind of uh, repercussions can they suffer now? Chloe is in Paris for two months. Chloe is studying French for two months. How many years of French has Chloe already taken? Um, Maybe seven. She's done a lot of French. So now she's at the Sorbonne. She's getting credit for her uh, university uh, in New Hampshire. She's getting UNH credit to go to the Sorbonne for the summer program where she's studying French for two months. And the credit card bills are outrageous. And I'm noticing, like, restaurant charges for, like, 192 bucks, 150 this, that. I'm like, what are you doing? Chloe, why are these bills so high? Well, here's how I'm getting defrauded by my kids. They go out with friends, or in Chloe's case, Chloe is going out to dinner with friends that she's met in Paris, maybe from her school. She picks up the tab? She picks up the tab. She puts it on my credit card. She's so generous. And then she collects the money (gasps) from the other kids. They Venmo her the money, and she's pocketing the cash. So she's keeping the money that she's collecting from the others to help uh, pay the bill, you know, they're splitting the check. She puts it on her credit card, which it does have her name on it, but I pay the bills. Yeah, it's, it's your card. I'm the master account holder, and she's collecting the, the money via Venmo from the other uh, folks she's going out with, and she's just racking up a nice little Venmo balance. So she has acquired, I would imagine by this point, a couple of thousand dollars. I don't think in Venmo money. I, I don't think it's that much, but Maybe a it's couple cer- hundred. It's, it's certainly hundreds of dollars that she has racked up. And I said, Chloe, why are these restaurant bills so high? And she says, Oh, yeah, I'm putting on my credit card, and then everyone's Venmoing me. Oh, so they're they're paying for it, Dad. I'm like, Well. You're not paying me. <laughs> All right. That's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, Michelle, would you like to jump in here? I think she learned that from Julian because Julian does that, you know, up at school. Like, they'll yeah. order out for delivery or something, and you'll see, like, some $50 pizza bill. Exactly. And it's the same situation, and you're like, well, why is there, like, $50 in pizza? And Julian will say, oh, no, no, my, my friends all, you know, they, they Venmoed me or they gave me the cash. And you're like... Well, I need to pay the bill. <laughs> Your kids like, need oh, summer well, I jobs. Have the money. Yeah. Uh, I think Michelle's making a good point. I think that uh, yeah, Julian he championed this. This was Julian's racket, and then Chloe uh, learned this from Julian's action. How about next summer you have them bag groceries? Yeah, I'm just going yeah. to ask. Yeah. Have they ever had a job? Because when I was 20, man, I worked at Publix. 
for five years already. Yeah. And I was scamming like free sandwiches from the, you know, the deli ladies. <laughs> I mean, do they work? I mean, they work a little. How about next time you put them in a car wash or something? Yeah. They yeah. appreciate money is what it is. I mean, Chloe would be an amazing greeter at Walmart. Or, that's a good point. Olive Garden. I, I started working at 13. Seriously. I had my first job at 13 yeah. working for my uh, dad's pal, Bill Cox, who ran uh, a video production company in Chesapeake, Virginia, in the, in the Norfolk, Virginia Beach area. And I was pulling cables on like uh, sporting events sidelines for the handheld camera, and then you know by the time I was like fourteen, I was running camera. But I, I was I was working at thirteen years. Remember, we we recorded. There was uh, a bishop in Portsmouth, Virginia, and in southeastern Virginia, and many parts of the country. There was a TV preacher. Uh, it was uh, a Church of God in Christ church, and it was Bishop L. E. Willis. And a lot of people might know him, Bishop L.E. Willis. And this is back in the 1980s. I'm 13 years old in 1979, 1980. And every Sunday morning for years, I was in church. I was part of the video crew that recorded Bishop Willis's TV show that then it ran on like 50 TV stations around the country. Were you in the credits? Like the rolling credits, cameraman Don Schnitt, yeah. 13 years old. Uh, I, yeah, that I, sounds I think like so. a dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, well, next summer, why don't we get him a job at PDQ right there in Southdale, maybe? Have, have they had yeah, that, right. that would work too, but like, what about babysitting jobs and stuff? Have they no, done they any of that? Real That's not work. a real job. I mean, babysitting job is an important job and it's a service, but it's not going in, punching yeah. in, answering to a boss, having mm-hmm. set responsibility, yeah. wearing right. a name tag. You're 100% right. You know what? Our kids, they're, they're spoiled, fraudulent brats. Try scrapping metal for Kuzmano plumbing when you're 13. Let's say let's say somebody comes to PDQ and they want to order in French. Chloe, Chloe, can you come here? Oh, I spent last summer at the what the boner school? What's no, it called? No, it's, 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 it's not it's not the boner. It's the Sarbonne. Sarbonne. The Sarbonne. Uh, is she, just, just a little. Go ahead, Frank. Is she shopping as well as all this eating out and stuff? I mean, how much she spent all together? Let's get a number. I am. I'm, she has not done too, too much shopping. She has shopped a little bit, but Michelle, she did this month. You better Michelle, double it. You know how much she spent in June because I showed you. And that terrific. I that mean, you know that is unacceptable. What she's. What time is it there? Is she in class? It's uh, what is yeah, it? Yeah, don't be calling her. Oh, hold on a minute. No, it's it's what's it's uh, what time is it there? It would be two o'clock in the afternoon. Would she be yeah, out of class? Still, no, she's still in class. Are you sure? Yeah, because she's doing the double. She's doing the intensive now, so she has class like nine to three. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she. Yeah. Th- the second month is the intensive. Oh, yes. It's Ooh. intensive French. That's where they Six hours. they waterboard you in French. Uh-huh. Yeah, during exactly. during this session. No, but seriously, I'm getting scammed. They're racketing me. Uh, I, I'm going to hit them with like RICO violations. <laughs> RICO violations. They, they say it. They say it all the time. They're like, no, no, no. I have the money. And then they walk away from you. <laughs> like, they don't... And you're like, yeah, but can I get the money? And they're like, oh, no, it's, it's in my Venmo. They just and blow you like, off. Well, they keep like, blowing me off. They keep putting right. me off. Like, I'm, I'm like a schmuck. Do they realize that they're <laughs> not rich? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a schmuck on wheels over here. Like, I think you need to get a Venmo account, and then you just need to require everybody to pay you that way. No. How about my daughter doesn't whip out her credit card and offer to put the thing on her 
Damn, where's her bill? If the whole process worked out, MJ, it would be a good deal. Venmo her the money, she pays the bill, or Venmo's it back to you, so it's right. in your circle of uh, influence. But she's she's running it over on you, man. She yeah. is. I'm getting, as you say, wambuki. She's getting you're you're getting wambuki. She's like the girl from Clueless. What's her name? Cher. <laughs> Just my daddy will take care of it. Oh my God. Don't worry. Daddy, I want to learn French in France. <laughs> Chloe has babysat, which I don't think that That's counts. That's not a real job. But, uh, she's had internships. She did an internship at, was it Brooklyn Law? Uh, Brooklyn College of Law. But yeah. she also worked this summer you know, of 2020 at the clerk's office. Oh, that's right. During the whole pandemic. Yeah. Uh, Chloe worked at uh, the county clerk's office in Rockbridge County, Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Did she have to mop the floors? I mean, what about... No, she got paid. She had a vacuum. She got coffee for people. She had a vacuum. Okay. All right, Michelle, I listen. Think, I think this is a great trip for Chloe. She's learning French. Yeah. She's learning, like, style and culture. And she's learning she's fraud. Learning, she's learning how to scam, like, Anna yeah. Sor- inventing Anna. She's the American yeah, version. Right. Yeah. She's going to come back as Anna Delvey. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, my it's, God. Tester, please. It's Chloe Delvey. <laughs> Daddy, I want to start the Chloe Schnitt Foundation. <laughs> I want to start my foundation. Are you going to start a club on Park Avenue? It's going to be fantastic. We're going to have the cleanest carpets because we're going to have zero resin there. And then we're going to have all the food catered by PDQ. It's going to be the best, best foundation in all of Greater Tampa Bay. But you must have that building, right? Yes, I must have it. must. Professor, don't give her any ideas. (gasps) That building is south of Gandhi. I can never have it. The Chloe (laughs) Schnitt Delvey Foundation. (laughs) Any building north of Kennedy and south of Gandhi, out. I don't even want to see it. Ugh. Anna. Ugh. All right. Uh, Michelle, I'll talk to you later. I want two buildings. One where I can see the sun rise and one where I can see the sun set. Anna. Uh, thank yes. you. You're outrageous. Uh, thank you. Uh, we. Yeah, Anna Delvey, ladies and gentlemen. Did thank she just you. hang up on me? I think she did. Okay. All right. So that's the deal. I'm getting defrauded by my kids. Both are racking up their little Venmo accounts. You should take those credit cards and just give them Venmo money yeah, once in a right. while. Like hey. a prepay account. This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Uh, uh, 11 drinks. You ready for the yeah. list? Uh, it, it, all 11? It has you know varying messages. Okay. Uh, so, folks, if you go to bars or restaurants with bars, and allegedly these are 11 drinks, according to Tasting Table, these are 11 drinks that are red flags for bartenders. I don't know if I'm going to get to all 11, but we'll try. What happens if you order the angel shot? Mm. What happens if you say, uh, yeah, bartender, I'll take the angel shot? Is that code for you want to purchase angel dust? What? Yeah, what, what, I, don't what understand. Is an, I don't know. I've never even heard of an angel shot. That, is that a real drink? It is not that you want to borrow angel dust. Any bartenders listening? Is this a code drink? Hang on. Hang on. Oh. Any 
any bartenders listening, what happens if somebody comes in if a woman orders an angel shot? I just Googled it. Well, let's see if a bartender calls in. I won't say anything. If you're a bartender, what happens when a woman orders an angel shot from you? See if we can scare up a couple of bartenders. Are we uh, too early for bartenders to call in? Maybe if somebody's leaving their shift at the casino or something, but I can't think of any bars that are open right now. So you're talking about code words. No, I'm talking about people that work in bars at night, and they might be listening, but sometimes people that work in bars go to bed really late, and they're not listening to morning drive radio. Maybe they'll catch us later on. Any bartenders listening, what happens when somebody orders the angel shot? What does that mean to you? I'd like to know, has anyone ever done this as well? And I'll, I'll give you the, the list here in just a second. Hang on. We'll, we'll finish up with the next 10 after we find out about the angel shot. All right, every line is ringing. 800-990-1047. Let me grab uh, line one, Chris. Hey, Chris, welcome to the MJ Morning Show. Hey, MJ. Are you a bartender, Chris? I used to be a bartender in the TV industry now. I've called before. But, uh, yeah, I used to be a bartender. I've heard of the Angels shot, but it's kind of like an Internet myth thing. That's not really – unless you work at a really seedy bar, that's not really a thing. I've seen the sign for it, though, once in Colorado, but it's pretty much it. All right, now, what is the Angel shot? What do you know it to be? Like if someone is like creeping on you, or if you feel really uncomfortable in the situation, you say you want to order the angel shot, and the bartender then will, I got you, and then they'll call you a cab or they'll call security or whatever yep. and get you out of the situation. Angel shots and alert, Chris. Thanks for the call. Let me grab Ryan. Ryan's in Bradenton. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. How are you doing? Angel shot. Has anybody ever ordered an angel shot from you? Not from me, but at the bar I bartend at, it has happened a couple times. Gotcha. And how do you describe an angel shot? Usually we will walk the party out to their car, out to their cab or whatever. They need, like, assistance from us. They're a little scared of whoever they're talking to, yep. hanging out with, and, and they want our help. There you go. So, uh, interesting. Uh, Ryan, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, Lisa in Largo. Hey, Lisa. Hey, good morning. Um, I was just, I, I have, was going to say the same thing as Ryan. Um, I'm not a bartender, but I have heard of the angel shot. If you're in a situation where you're with a, a guy or somebody that you feel scared of, you can order the angel shot and the bartender will um, escort you to your car and make sure that you're safe. Yep. So the angel shot is a fictional drink that is actually a code invented to send out a signal for help to a bartender, a server, or any staff member. Generally, a woman who orders the beverage is asking the employee to intervene on their behalf because the date that they are on has gone south quickly or someone's creeping on them, someone's bugging them, they're, they're in fear for their safety. And, you know, my question would be, how many restaurants and bars in training, how many restaurants, how many managers make sure that the whole staff knows what the angel shot means if somebody orders it. Lisa, thanks for the call. One more on this. Jessica's in Clearwater. Jessica, you're a bartender? Yes, I am. Have you ever had someone order the angel shot? I have not, but they have ordered it from the bar that I worked at. And do you know what the circumstances were on why they felt they needed to alert you guys? They were on a date, and they felt very uncomfortable with the person that they were with. The, The date kept trying to force them to drink more and more. Wow. 
And the place where you work, is it pretty much known that, uh, do they train you that, they do they go over this, that if anyone orders the angel shot, it means that your customer might be in trouble? Yes, they actually have it um, posted up in the female, in the women's bathroom. Really? What does it say? Mm-hmm. Um, that if you feel uncomfortable due to a date or with somebody within the bar, go to the bar and order an angel shot. And we'll help you. Wow! So it's posted in the back. Well, that makes sense. Wow! That's I think that's that's, that's really cool. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's proactive, is what it is. And where do you work? What type of bar is it in Clearwater? It is. You want to mention the name of the bar? I don't. Okay, no, no problem. But I think it's very proactive, and uh, clearly they're concerned about your safety. If in the ladies' room it ha- there's a note saying, "Hey, order the angel shot if you feel unsafe." Hey, thank you, Jessica. Appreciate the call. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. So that's the angel shot. Now, folks, if you're just tuning in, we're going over 11 drinks that are red flags for bartenders. Now, they're not all like these fictitious drinks to alert that uh, there's a problem. So that's angel shot. Another red flag for bartenders, the Long Island iced tea. Oh, God, those are scary. Yeah, because, man, they, they can get you drunk off your butt. Why? Just because they're so strong? Yeah, if you're going to yeah. order one of those, you're there to get slammed. Right, so that means if someone's on a mission just to be get blasted. Oh, you know, The Long Island iced tea, four words may conjure up a hot day at your favorite pool bar. Uh, then there's a whole story like who really invented the Long Island iced tea. There's all kinds of like stories and all kinds of folklore of where it came from. But the Long Island iced tea features uh, clear liquors like vodka, rum, gin, tequila, uh, triple sec, or uh, some places will use uh, Quantro, you know, a, a, like a higher quality uh, triple, triple sec. Triple sec. Uh, Quantro is really good. I love Quantro. Quantro is probably one of the most uh, underutilized um, uh, liquor. It's like the, well, it's like yeah, it's like a liqueur that it's good in sangria. Yeah, a lot of people just don't know how good Quantro actually is. You can sip it too. Yeah. yeah. But the warning sign is it's one of the strongest drinks to order at a bar. So that's a red flag if someone's ordering a Long Island iced tea, or let's say they're ordering Long Island iced teas for their date. Oh, yeah, she'll have another. She'll have another. She'll have another. Just, you know, the percentage of alcohol by volume is among the strongest you can get uh, with the amount of alcohol in a Long Island iced tea. Uh, So sweet. So just the alcohol content will be a red flag. All right, number three on the list, flaming drinks. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever ordered a flaming drink. Like a flaming Dr. Pepper. Is that one of the flaming drinks? I don't know. A flaming, what the is hell? That, is did I just make that up or is that was that a thing? I've never heard of a flaming Dr. Pepper. I mean, it might be a thing. I, I just don't know thing. about it. Yeah, flaming cocktails. Today, it's somewhat of a red flag. Uh, uh, however, insurance companies point out that White hot glass can create a perma grin scar, like uh, like Batman. Who so, would do this? Well, because the like the Joker. But the the shot rim or the glass rim. If you have a flaming shot, it could make <laughs> the glass so hot that it then you put it up to your face, and then you could get like a burn scar from the hot glass rim, and you end up looking like Joker face. Oh my goodness! I want. I, I gotta see some not, pictures. Not, not my poker, my, my 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 poker face, my Joker face. 
Why so serious? So what the hell's a flaming Dr. Pepper? Yeah, is that I, like a millennial drink or no, something? No, it's actually old school. Is I mean, it? I think, it looks because like... I remember it from my days in bars vaguely. Have uh, you ever had a flaming Dr. Pepper? I, I think I did. I, that's what I'm saying. By the time I had it, I oh, it, didn't remember. But you don't have a Joker grin, luckily. No, it, yeah. thank, thank goodness. But it, it's a half... It's a pint glass, half full of beer, amaretto, a 151 proof rum, oh. and then you light it on fire. Oh, oh, speaking of drinking, we'll continue with the list. During the last commercial break, I did post the video of Chloe making fun of me. We were out to dinner on Saturday night, and I was enjoying uh, a phenomenal uh, Rhone Varial and Hermitage, and nice, reasonably priced, but it was so good. And after about an hour, uh, it opened up phenomenally, and I'm enjoying. I'm, I'm, I'm just like savoring, and I'm trying to aerate in my mouth. And Chloe took video of me, and Chloe's making fun of me. So if you want to see that, oh, I didn't, I didn't notice that part. There's something else distracting me in the video. What was that? Uh, Fester, bring it up. I, I'm pulling it up. See if you agree. <laughs> what, what, what's distracting you? Well, it's a very low-cut dress Michelle has on. Oh, really? Oh, you're staring at my wife's boobs? Well, oh, just no, right there. Not her boobs, her decolletage. She has a very beautiful decolletage. What did you say she what? has? What? I, I would meant her boobs. If you want to see the video of uh, Michelle in her, in her low-cut outfit and Chloe making fun of me as I say... I, I finished mine, and then Chloe had like half a glass left. But Chloe ordered. What the hell happened? My my little girl went from drink boxes to she went from juice boxes to freaking cosmopolitans. Like, like what happened? Oh, yeah. She drink Cosmos, and what? now she drinks the Cosmos, and then she goes and sweats them out in the sweatology. What happened? So I took her half a glass of this wine because mm-hmm. it was so good, and I'm sorry, I was gonna I was gonna save her. I even said I'm commandeering this. So if you want to see that video, oh, and Don't if you do that in the restaurant, if that you want to, you want to see a picture of 21 year old Chloe sipping on a Cosmo. What happened to this cute little girl? My God, she's like a grown woman now. Uh, there's a really adorable picture. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I do oh, love Michelle's oh dress. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> Did I tell you? <laughs> there's a nice. really adorable picture of Chloe, uh, and and that uh, that and the new video with Michelle's low cut and me sipping the wine. Uh, these are on my Instagram. You can see all of this at Certified MJ Radio. Certified MJ Radio. And feel free to give me a follow while you're there. Certified MJ Radio. All right, moving along. Chloe's giving me whiplash with this poor camera handling. Uh, you got to listen to the audio as she's moving the camera all around. All right, so flaming shots we did. The next, uh, like, red flag for bartenders when you order a top-shelf Bloody Mary. Do you know what the problem is with a top-shelf Bloody Mary? It's supposed to be a drink for the low end stuff. Yeah, it's, it's is so, that what it is? Yeah, it's so munged up with all the mixes and cra- why do you need to waste a top shelf like vodka in a Bloody Mary? So, you- what does that indicate to the bartender that you're a novice, that you're yeah, an idiot? What, what is the problem with that? You're a schmuck because you don't need to. Uh, but what if you like it? That's the question. Because you you really can't taste the expensive. Higher priced vodka in a Bloody Mary. But what if it prevents you from, say, a hangover or something? You know, I don't want Sailor Jerry's in mine. I want some top shelf stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm I'm telling you what the professional bartenders are saying. God, it sounds like these bartenders are a little judgy. A little bit. Yeah. So far, they're 
pretty on point. Well, they're going to judge you if you went top shelf in your Bloody Mary? Because the Bloody Mary is what? Mostly tomato juice. I wouldn't order one of those anyway. It's just the point. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just telling you that uh, top shelf vodkas like Grey Goose, uh, Kettle One, should bartenders are saying should not end up in a Bloody Mary. That you should not because order. I, I can see that because you're not going to taste it. But I don't. I would never drink vodka that's not top shelf because I don't want a headache. Whoa! So heads up, that's a red flag. Uh, I, I'm not going to go through detail on all these, but ranked uh, number one on Liquor.com's most complicated cocktails list is the Commonwealth. Have you ever heard of this drink? No. The Commonwealth. The Commonwealth has 71 ingredients. Oh, God. Yeah, then that's a high-maintenance person ordering that. Total red flag beverage. A 71-ingredient drink? The drink was created for the 2014 Commonwealth Games in Glasgow, and apparently... It is very rare to find a bar that will actually be able to make you a Commonwealth, the most complex cocktail ever. Yeah, tell you what, folks, next time you're out at a bar, ask for a Commonwealth. (laughs) I got a question. Is the uh, Red Snapper on there? There Uh, Impossible mocktails are on the list. Uh, Corona Rita? Oh, that's a margarita with a Corona. Yeah, this red flag cocktail should come with an asterisk that reads, if you're partying in a Miami nightclub or on spring break in Cancun, you might get a pass. Having said that, mention Miami nightclubs or Cancun spring breaks to any bartender, and they'll envision more flags than a used car lot on President's Day. Why? (laughs) The visual probably contains an intoxicating combination of time and play. Anyway, the, the Corona Rita... Uh, beer cocktails. That, that just sounds disgusting to me. Uh, vodka and Red Bull is on the list. That's a, oh, that's yeah. a normal drink. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's like but, you're trying to do, like I call it a speed ball. You got the uppers ups and, and the downers. Down. Yeah. It's up yeah. and down. You got the Red Bull that's trying to jack you up. Yeah. And yeah. then you got the alcohol that's, that's a depressant. You're looking for trouble. You're yeah. looking to be out of your mind but stay up all night. Exactly. Line, line me up three of those. Uh, key lime pie martini with graham cracker rim Ew. is a red flag. <laughs> Sick. Uh, a bartender Just might so try sweet. to argue that this uh, morphing of a classic drink points to an inexperienced drinker. Uh, number 11, finally, orange juice and vodka. Uh, a kamikaze. Ordering uh, this, orange juice with vodka, uh, ping pongs, red flags off bar stools every time because it's wrong on two levels. The first reason is that pouring vodka into a glass and adding orange juice has a name. It's called a screwdriver. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. What's a kamikaze? No, it's not. A, did you say kamikaze? No. Screwdriver, uh, no, that's right. Uh, uh, vodka and orange juice is a screwdriver. What's a kamikaze? Every bartender knows how, to add, uh, knows how to make it. But regardless of its origin, like the Bloody Mary, the screwdriver is a staple for Sunday brunches because most cocktails <laughs> are built by adding the alcohol component first. The other reason that ordering orange juice with vodka sends up red flags is that the order of ingredients is backward. So apparently, just order a screwdriver. So no red snapper. Yeah. No, oh, no. and uh, one one last thing on the whole drink issue, and I mean this is just stupid. When I was talking about using top shelf liquors in some drinks, like the Bloody Mary, right? 
you don't need to order the most expensive vodka in the house to go into Bloody Mary mix for crying out loud. It's a waste. I was at a restaurant in Vail, and I'll tell you what, you got a lot of people that have more money than brains. I was at a bar. We were waiting for our table. We were at a bar at an Italian restaurant in Vail. This is probably eh, five, six years ago, and having a conversation with the bartender, and I saw the uh, beautiful bottle on display of Louis the Thirteenth, the cognac. You ever seen that? You've seen, it, it's you know sometimes a shot could be like a couple of hundred bucks, two hundred fifty, whatever it is. A shot. This is. This is Louis the Thirteenth cognac, and it comes in this unbelievably elaborate, beautiful crystal bottle. Just the bottles will sell for. Uh, Fester, go to eBay. Okay. Go uh, seriously. Go to eBay right now, and I bet you there are some Louis the Thirteenth cognac beautiful crystal bottles on eBay. Fester, how long does it take? Well, then, you to my, go to eBay. Type right, in the web address. It right, comes up. It loads. All right, type in Louis L O U I S. Hurry, Louis in the space. <laughs> space. Now do X I I X I I bottle. You said no. 13th. You you did ones. You dummy. Hold on. You said <laughs> I said X I I, not X one one. All right. So it's three eyes because you want 13th. three eyes. Yes, X I I. I, 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 Louis the 13th. So, I, 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 now the bottle, Louis the, Louis the 13th bottles. Uh, no, you did Louis the 12th. I did Louis one, two, three. Is it three on there? Okay. One, two, three. All right. So, what do you, what, what, what do you, how much do you think they cost? Uh, I, I've seen for hundreds of dollars. Right, so here's the guy selling an empty bottle with the box for 225. Yeah, there are some for 175, 107, 50, 225. Uh, I, I thought the bottles went for more than that. But the point is, I, I didn't get to the story yet. The bartender told me, I said, I don't know how we got into it, but we got into the story about dumb customers. And okay. I, I can't remember what precipitated the conversation, but he told me that he had a recent customer that ordered Louis the 13th cognac at a couple of hundred bucks a shot mixed with Diet Coke. It's like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, what if they like it? Who? Come on. Who would mix that type of expensive cognac? With a little DC? With, with Diet Coke. That is the dumbest thing. That's called having more money than brains. That is an idiotic, stupid, stupid move. Wow. Are you judging people? What do you mean, judge? I'm not judging. It's just you're, you're a dummy. I agree. He sucks. Yeah. If you do that. All right. Then I did. I think we're done. I think I'm finished with the list of the 11 red flags. And probably the most significant red flag to know is the angel shot. So, uh, ladies, what about guys? Can guys. What if you're at a bar with Jeffrey Dahmer? Can you. Yeah. What if you. I mean, because Jeffrey Dahmer was picking up guys in the gay bar. What if you order the angel shot and. You're afraid of your Jeffrey Dahmer-like date or something. Angel shot yeah. might, might mean something different. There. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> and don't confuse the angel shot with angel's envy. Oh, you know ah. what? What if you say to somebody, hey, give me a shot of angel's envy? I hope. I wonder if that ever gets confused because angel's envy is good stuff. Yeah, you just order some whiskey and the cops come. I'll tell you what. I like uh, the the angel's envy finished rye with the green label. Mm, that's good stuff. <laughs> The number one reason to wake up. Wake up! The MJ Morning Show. Q105. I want to get to Fester's interesting weekend. And for those that don't know, Fester 
works at General RV. After we ended the MJ Morning Show, the first round back in 2012, Fester was just flopping around trying to figure out what am I going to do. And then Fester turns into an RV salesman at General RV. He did a lot before that. He got his degree. You drove a limo for a while. <laughs> Remember that? I did. It was yeah. fun. Tanning salons? I own my tanning salons. No, that there. was during the MJ Morning Show, though. I sold them like in 2013. Right. Yeah. So Fester did a couple of things before he settled on what his next phase of his career was going to be when we ended the MJ Morning Show in 2012. So he ends up at General RV, and he's selling RVs. And General RV's right on I-4 out in Dover. Now, Fester, you had a very interesting deal over the weekend. What happened? So I've sold... I sold over a thousand RVs in my time there. A lot of RVs. I've never had one like this. I meet a older couple, super nice people, and the RV they currently had wasn't working for them anymore. Why not? Did the wheels fall off no, on I seventy five? It was a little, little too, little too much for them. So Did they you use the line that you told me you tell old people. What's that? That you know, something like they're so old that they you never know they might die soon. So you should get this. It was something you used to say to old people. When old people come, when old people come by, right, and they say they say, "Oh, I'm gonna think about yeah, it." Yeah, that's it. They're like, oh, "Think about what? Think about what? You're about your you're, you're, you're ninety. <laughs> what are you gonna think about? In any case, in any case, if you, if you have an eighty-five-year-old in your life and they're like they really want to do something, but do their it. answer is, "Well, you know, I still have to think about it." No. <laughs> you better hurry up. Well, you might I, have much more time to think about okay. it. Okay. Right. Let's so, get back on the road right, here. So, right. so, what happened over the super weekend? Super nice couple. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they're and like sixties, seventies. Yeah, maybe in their late sixties, maybe in mid seventies. Mid seventies. They wanted a smaller travel trailer. Okay. And I find the travel trailer for them. Mama loves it. So this is to tow behind... Their truck. A pickup truck. Right. Tow right? behind their pickup okay. truck, right? They gotcha. had a nice truck. So that's called the fifth wheel? No, 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 no. Fifth wheel's in the truck bed. Oh, okay. This is on the hitch. Okay, this a, is a hitch. A little 21-foot single-axle travel trailer right. just to go... Something manageable. Just to go out camping. Okay. So we find it. You find right. the right unit for them. They're trading in their, their other RV. Mm-hmm. They're trading in a, a small vehicle. And we, we're negotiating back and forth, and we get to a great price for them. And Mama folds her arms, and she's like, nope. <laughs> Mama nope. folds Mama. her arms and says, no, she's playing hardball playing with hardball. Fester at General RV. And I'm like, okay, all right, we can work through this. Let's figure this whole thing out. And she, and she tells me her price. Here's my price. I'm like, all right, hold on, listen. Let me. I, I I take her offer up to my sales manager. I do what I'm supposed to do, right? And her price was really, really ridiculously low. So, I mean, so she was being very aggressive. She was being super aggressive. And and do you, you really take it to a guy? Yeah, I really. Everything, oh, okay. I don't own the place. Everything goes through, it goes through so, so the guy. I always yeah. thought they just went to the no, bathroom. No, everything, everything goes through, everything goes right, through let the me, guy. Let me talk to my manager. Let me see if we can get was, something done. Yeah, listen, we, right. And the manager looks at it and goes. This is really too low. We, we we can't. If we can do it, we would absolutely do it. We're here to sell I, RVs. I, as they say, how far apart were you guys? We were $1,000 apart. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. So, yeah, right. so, that, but, that could be the difference between profit or no profit. Well, it's a difference. Between you guys got to keep the lights on. Eventually, there's a price <laughs> where every company says, listen, I can't do that deal. If I could, I would. So she was at. $8,000 difference. We were at $9,000 difference. That was our bottom price. We were about to say right. goodbye to each other over uh, yep. a relatively small amount of money. So I'm talking with her. And I'm like, is there anything else? How else could we come up with a difference here? I was like, is there anything else you could trade in? 
And she's like, like what? Like, I don't know. Any, anything of value? She's already trading an RV. She's already trading in a small car. She's like, like what? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, do you have any uh-huh. jewelry, <laughs> lawn equipment, uh, guns, goats? You would taste guns? Okay. Oh, it's basically everything. Anything of value. Everything, anything really? of value. I didn't know that. Anything of value can be sold and that can make up money in a deal. What? I got a couple of turtlets in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's a value to it, you know, we're here to put stuff together. You take a boat? So the guys, we've taken a ton of boats. Oh, wow. Yeah. The guy says, what'd you say? And I was like, do you have any, you know, and I'm kind of chuckling because I thought he didn't hear me the first time, but apparently he heard me. Plain as day. I was like, I said, do you have any goats? And the guy's like, how many goats do you want? And I'm like, what? He's <laughs> like, I've got goats. <laughs> oh He's like, I've got goats. And I'm like, okay, all right. Now we're now we're putting something together. We got goats. And he's like, how many do you need? And I have to come up with a number now, right? I'm like, uh, <laughs> how much is a goat uh, worth? I have no idea. I have so no what, idea. What are you going to do with it? Okay, so I was like, so I Did you Google how much is a goat worth? No, because we're, 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 we're at the desk. We're back and forth. He's, the, old, the old man's leaning in. The old man stays quiet the entire time. You know, I'm a goat guy. Now we're negotiating on goats, and he's like, how many? How many goats do I need to give you to put this whole thing together? And I'm like, oh. 50? Five. Five goats? No idea. Hold on. You you said five? I said five. I have no idea. And you don't even know how much goats cost. No. I don't know what the current market is for goats. Yeah, they could be worth a couple grand or a couple hundred. What what if they got foot and mouth disease or something? That's just a chance. That's a liability. I mean, so apparently these are meat goats. I don't know. I've heard about monkey pox. What if they have goat pox? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a vet. What's a meat meat goat? Well, what do you think a meat goat is? Well, you have a milk goat. It eats meat. No, no it's, a, it's no. a hero. You, you, a meat goat is a hero. You eat goat. Goat is good. I've it, had I've had curried goat in the in like Saint Martin. Yeah, so man. that goat that MJ ate was a meat goat. Yeah, what, what it's gonna be slaughtered. Vegetarian goats? No, you really not put that together. Who's, so the deal's done for five goats. Well, listen, we're taking in her trade and five goats. Okay, what I are think, you going to do with them? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't deal with so, the trades. So you maybe did a little bit better. You know what goats are worth now, right? I have no idea how much are goats worth. Okay, they're worth between one hundred and three hundred. So you got between five hundred and fifteen hundred so, bucks extra from her. Wow. You average it. Average yeah. it. Uh, hold on. Did you just Google that? Yeah. How much is a goat worth? Yes. All right. Okay. But, so one to three hundred dollars. Let's call it two hundred dollars. I got five goats. That's my thousand dollars difference. There you, go. you did it. Yeah, but no. the hassle. You should have just. It's not a hassle to me. Do you have yeah, to load what? the goats into your two thousand four Lincoln Town Car, pick them up, and bring them yeah, somewhere. Who's talk. who's going to get the goats? He's going to bring the goats in a week from today. <laughs> what are you going to feed the goats? He's, he's going to drop the them off wait, at General RV. Wait, wait, he's going to bring them in a. Wait, he would have picked the RV up sooner, but he had to or, organize and orchestrate the goat delivery. <laughs> he has to get a live. He's like, I got to borrow my brother's livestock trailer. What a Pain this I'm is. just sitting back with my eyes as but big as golf balls. What happens when he drops the goats yeah. off at your showroom? What happens? So we have another guy who is big into agriculture who has land, and he's going to take the goats from the dealership to the property <laughs> where then we'll sell the goats. So if anybody's looking oh for my a goat, God, you should have just gave her that extra grand. Listen, I, with I, all the hassles. 
It's been I've been the talk of the dealership because now you're I'm, saddled with five. Goats. I, it's not that big a deal. The guy brings in the goats. We shuffle them into another trailer, put them on the land, and sell the goats. Festa's going to be in the next General RV TV commercial. We'll even take goats, and he holds a goat over his you head. Know, you hear stuff like that. You know, you think it's a joke, but they they have a value. You know who you could sell them to is you could sell them to goat yoga people. No, no, they're not yoga goats. So, uh, what? Oh, that's right. The goat they put on their. The, yeah. What is that all you about? Said they put it on their back. What and it made I, me think of that. What is that? What, I've seen video of that. Why are people putting goats on their back? Because I always feel like they could poop on you. What the hell is goat yoga? So I brought that up yeah. uh, I, uh, to the guy. I was like, "So you're going to walk five goats into our showroom?" Right. And he's like, "Oh no, you don't want goats in your showroom. They'll mess everywhere." And I was like, "Oh, oh. but goat, goat yoga apparently is yeah. where." People, uh, people put yoga. Uh, They're doing uh, down dog, yeah. and they put a goat on their back. Yeah, I mean, what is what is goats that? So, other salesmen had questions for me. <laughs> weird. Are they are they fainting goats? Oh, that would be awesome. No, <laughs> they're not fainting goats. Oh, yeah. How do you get those goats to faint? You I, scream at them. You just startle them. I, they're not fainting goats. <laughs> hey, they're what, not milk goats. What's that goat that laughs? Isn't that 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 sound bite that we have of the the goat that yeah yells or something? What is that? It was like the screaming goat. The screaming goat. Yeah, find that. You got to find that goat that like screams like a human. <laughs> that's it. That's the goat scream. Yeah. A- Andrew, the- are you sure that's really a goat? And right. Yeah. This. This is it. Andrew just brought it. <laughs> that apparently is a goat. It's not a person screaming. What if all five of them are screaming like that when they show up? So anyway, your customers are gonna flee for the first time. They're ever. gonna think there's an emergency if the goats uh-huh. start doing this. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I've taken in all kinds of things on trade. Oh I've never taken in goats, and uh, I'm getting my first goats this week. Wow. This is the MJ Morning Show Podcast. Backstagecountry.com, your online home for all things country music. Country music has so many generous artists who always seem to jump in to help those in need. We're spotlighting five who lead by example and lend a helping hand to charitable causes. See who made our list when you text GIVE to 45911. Text GIVE to 45911 and read all about it right now on BackstageCountry.com. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast. Hey, folks, uh, do you have nomophobia? Do, are, are you a basket case? Uh, I wonder if we can get some calls from people that are really, like, you know, psycho over this. Nomophobia. Do you have this issue? All right? 800-990-1047. Nomophobia, the fear of losing your phone, being detached from your cell phone. Let's grab... If you want to get in, folks... Uh, Grab your phone. <laughs> 800-990-1047. Melissa's in Bradenton. Hey, Melissa, you're on the MJ Morning Show. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? We are well. Thanks for calling, Melissa. What's up? So I have three kids, 8, 14, and 15. And as a form of punishment, if you make bad grades, if you're mean to your siblings, if you don't do what's asked of you, you get your phone taken away. We don't allow phones at the table. We don't allow them in the restaurant. And when we take our when we take phones away from the teenagers, they literally have full blown crying, not coming out of their nose, <laughs> dramatic meltdowns. What am I gonna do? Oh my god, I can't make it. 
Melissa, it's like we're bad enough, but I think our kids are even worse. What have we done? What kind of what kind of electronic dependent monsters have we created? Exactly. Like when you completely melt down because you're not going to have a phone for a day or an hour at the dinner table, it's it's completely different. We were you know, when we grew up, it was go outside, play, have a good time, be a kid. Go. Man, we were riding our bikes. You know, after school, we were out riding bikes and building BMX tracks and vacant lots. And we didn't come home until the sun went down. Yeah, that was our alarm clock. Like, that was our get home. If the lights come on, you better get your butt home. And now they're just glued to their phones. Yeah, um, by the way, Scott Greenhalge's mom used to have a triangle. She used to she used to go out on the front porch with a triangle and go ding, 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 oh. dinner bell. Yeah, she, she, she really did that. Hey, an Amish uh, farm. <laughs> <laughs> they had a horse and buggy. Man, I'm choking up over here, Frog. Hey, Melissa, thanks for the call. No problem. You guys have a great day. You too. Hey, uh, Denise. Denise is in Clearwater. Denise, you're on the MJ Morning Show Q105. Hi. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about nomophobia in your life. Uh, you know, and let me tell you, uh, I don't, I wonder if it really is a phobia if everybody has it. I know that lady was just talking about, she puts her phones away, but, but take her phone away and see what happens, you know. It's like uh, I think everybody has this phobia, and uh, it's it's a shame, but uh, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, you guys are you guys are hilarious this morning, but um, the the phones and the electronics, everything, everybody is has a phobia to everything. No, it is, and especially with the phones, if you misplace it, we're so attached to these. St- Stupid things that, you know, you get that pit. If you can't find your phone, you'll get that pit feeling in your stomach. And it's like the blood drains out of you quickly and you get lightheaded for a second. And then, you know, you, and my wife, again, Michelle makes fun of me because I'm doing like the crazy Coco the gorilla padding. Like I'm like I'm George on Seinfeld. Where's my phone? Oh, my God. And she's like, lose your phone. And, and sometimes she'll hide it from me just to see me do the panic. Michelle will torment me sometimes. Okay. You talk about hiding. I have to bring this up. Is it a phobia or is it an addiction? I'm not going to exactly. name a name, but I knew it's someone right, who was addicted to painkillers. When I started to suspect th- that they were, I hid their bottle and they did the same kind of path that we uh, do when well, we lose our phone. Really? With like uh, Vicodin or, yes. or like Oxys or what? Right, Vicodin. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you, I have turned my phone off several times just saying I'm going to go a couple of days without it. Forget it. Oh, jeez. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, thank you, Denise. You know, but thank you for calling. You're welcome. And thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to the MJ Morning Show podcast.